It's the Bob and Tom Show. Harry had a pimple, and acting zit. Started out real simple, but the zit wouldn't quit. No one really noticed, but Perry knew was there. It was a plot for impaction, bacterial action. It was just a little retinas right between the eyes. But a zit with an ambition is a danger in disguise. You touch it and the zip will go away But he locked a latch on the bathroom door And done it anyway Tried a little stride X a smear, a clear, a sill Even tried to execute it But the zit he couldn't kill So he pinched it with his fingers And the tongs from near the fire Then he really got serious With some channel lock pliers It was a zit It was a zit That wouldn't quit The zit began to plump And it swelled up like a water balloon Just hanging on a pump It pushed aside the nightstand It pushed aside the chair It went right through the bedroom door Just like it wasn't there Oh, Down in the kitchen you could hear the dishes break When it sat down at the table And had a bowl of frosted flakes It was a zit It was a zit That wouldn't quit Boom, pop, boom, pop, boom, pop Weatherman at his Doppler radar screen Felt his pancake makeup crack At a sight he'd never seen So the weatherman called the governor On the governor's secret line He said there's a matter of municipal security That you should be aware of at this time It's a high pressure center Half the city wide With what appears to be a teenage boy Hanging off one side It was a zip It was a zip That wouldn't quit well, the governor called the SWAT team dermatologist With a face like stone, he said we don't negotiate with zits He explained the laws of attraction that no man can repeal Like lightning to a golfer, like a klepto to a steel So they slid the secret weapon out, no zit could deny It was a magnifying bathroom mirror, 17 stories high It was a zit, it was a zit that wouldn't quit well, the zip began to rumble, and we all ran away. And what happened next, post-traumatic stress just won't allow me to say. But it was two townships over when Perry hit the ground. And you know the cost to power wash a small Midwestern town? Now, Perry's on probation till the day that he retires. He can't have fried foods, chocolate cake, or channel lock pliers. It was a zit. It was a zit that wouldn't quit. It was a set, it was a set that wouldn't oom papa oom papa oom papa mau mau. Good morning! Hello! From coast to coast, it's the Bob and Tom Show!
Many portions of the upcoming program have been pre-recorded, meaning they've already happened. And they're about to happen again. So where was it? Oh, oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're glad to have you here. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Josh Arnold is here. Chick. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. Howdy-do. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold with our special guest. Whenever you say howdy-do, I always think of the great puppet Howdy Doody. That's right. Sure. <laughs> As you do. Sure. Willie, do you know who Howdy Doody is? I mean, I got nothing, man. Yeah. Howdy Doody. Yeah. What was the other thing uh, Howdy Doody was a classic 50s-era marionette. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you make it sound like he in, and he invented the Nobel yes, Peace he did. Prize. Yeah, right, he right. didn't invent it. He was just one of the main recipients in the uh, Cold War era. Right this way, Mr. Duty. And there's a hilarious bit in the show Fridays where they would go, right this way, Mr. Duty. But I always thought it could be a great parody of that song where you could go, you know, that this is how we do it. Oh, yeah. This is Howdy Doody. And you'd have the puppet come around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Look at that. Two uh, dated yeah, references. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. Uh, yeah. Two dated references. You're very welcome. Yeah, this is how we do it. It's from the 90s, 80s, <laughs> late 80s. Uh, joining us in the studio, it is uh, Actor. Actor. I almost said actress. I went, oh, still, no, they hate that now. <clears throat> Actor. Uh, comedian. Jen <laughs> Cobra is here with us. Well, you have to use those like words you. for me, Tom, because I'm not the girliest thing in the world. I mean, let's be real. Even if I did like actress and comedian, you wouldn't use those for me. Come on, man. This short hair does something take, to hey, you. Take off the hand. No, okay, you remember how she wore it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does it short. She I insist bun. you wear your hat the way Jen wears her hat. Tom, go. Wait, wait, Slightly uh, askew. Oh, it a like little it. bit. It's a yeah. little bit to the left. Uh, referencing, of course, um, the little rascals. <laughs> no, no. Wow, you are just on the way back train today. <laughs> he likes to keep it topical. I mean, this is. I, yeah. Look, I'm I'm older than I look, and I've missed a lot of the references here. Like I'm like, so what is happening right now? You're, you're tilting your hat uh, to the. I to tilted the left. a little to the left, to my left. A you're, little, a lot to the right. left. Well, it gives us some flavor. Tom. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little. Little, uh, it's a little nod to my urban side. Okay, <laughs> yes. Now, um, how urban are you? Where'd you grow up? <laughs> Louisiana. I mean, oh. you know, we're all mixed up down there. Sure, Everybody's. beautiful country. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Of course. Uh, are you, do you like to cook? Are you a Kansas I am Cajun? an excellent cook, man. Mm. I can, ooh, I'll make you slap your mama, for real. Oh. Like, I got I got gravies and sauces, and, and I can, you know, I'm a lesbian, so we grill. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. That's our big that's our big contribution to the culinary world. I was not I aware no of that. That's right. right. We like we like an open pit of fire. That's <laughs> because we can get our drums out and have like a little drum circle <laughs> and conjure up the goddess while we're making you steak. While I'm flipping your tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> You'll whip me up a tomahawk? That's oh, right, oh, man. Look, not only will I whip it up, I'll Kill the cow, butcher it up, <laughs> then get the get all the meat and the fat off the bone. Lollipop that sucker, Whoa. stick it on the grill, serve it with a bernaise sauce and some roasted potatoes. She's oh, gonna love yeah. me, I'm telling you. She's out there butchering me like she's in yellow jackets. That's Damn. right. Oh. Yeah. I, think, I thought that was Yellowstone. <laughs> See, I don't. <laughs> I think they both do it. I feel like I don't know the just different meats. There you go. <laughs> 
Well, this um, actually, this is in a way is going to tie into this. I wanted I, we I referenced something, and before we catch up with Jen, who by the way is uh, has a, uh, you've been in a pretty famous. Uh, series. I have. I'm on the Star Wars. Yeah, you're on I'm the Star, Star Wars. Wars. We'll get to that in just a second. All right, all right. Uh, uh, while you were uh, gone, you missed this. Uh, you, when I said while you were gone, you've been gone from the show for several years. Years. <laughs> <laughs> Since 2019. Okay, so. It's cold. <laughs> um, we had a world record yesterday for the world's longest song. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, I, uh, it was almost six days. The song? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's, yes. It's, then it's got to be something uh, from another part of the world. It was from India. Go. Okay. Correct. But it, it, it is, not... has been officially certified yep. by the Guinness World Record people. There's no American singing for six days. It's the longest song. <laughs> well, hmm. I don't know. I've been to a couple of concerts. <laughs> um, the, the gentleman's name is uh, Dr. Uh, Jagadish Palai. Right. And um, it's uh, 138 hours, 41 minutes, and 20 seconds. Whoa. Here's a little bit of it. This begins with a very high tone. I apologize in advance. Here it comes. It It sounds like David Dave, I'm going to be shaking my hips. At least it has some kind of rhythm to Mm -hmm. it. Well, yeah, it's probably a drum. Oh, look, what if it's like a good Beatles song where it's like seven songs amalgamated together? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? For six days, I feel like it's got to make a couple of changes. I would think so, too. A key change, a beat change, a bridge, something. Well, now, that's the world's longest song. And if you think uh, that part blows as i indicated the other day i don't i think it's fine yeah it's not way to get to the drum solo or as i call it wednesday (laughs) (laughs) this is a turd um anyway pat do you you, do you like any indian music (laughs) i've uh, there you know i suppose with enough morphine i could probably sit through a ravi shankar i was gonna say i thought you championed that kind of uh, performance there's a movie there's a movie about baseball uh that that where they go get a little Indian million dollar arm. Okay, so that's a lovely movie. There's some songs in that on that I have that soundtrack, and there oh. are some songs from India in that movie that really have like a beat behind. Like I really yeah. like them. There's yeah. one called cool. Makana some, like, that I like listen to when I get ready in the morning because it's got like a right. little beat and the little guys like churning his stuff and right. I, I picture like Vishnu and all the arms coming at me. You know, well, they what all mean? Sure. At the same yes, there's they some are. Indian bangers out yeah, there. Some Bollywood sure. bangers, if you will. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Christy Lee's at the news desk. Let's uh, grab a story while we've got our guest hanging out with us. She is Jen Cobra. What have you got? A wealthy driver was fined nearly $130,000 for speeding in Finland. Yikes. Where penalties are calculated on the basis of the offender's income. Andres Wilkoff was driving 51 miles per hour in a 31 mile per hour zone when police stopped and ticketed him. The newspaper there, the Naya Aland, reports that in addition to the fine, he had his driver's license suspended for 10 days. This is not the first time Wolkhoff was caught speeding. In 2018, he was fined over $68,000. Five years earlier, he had to pay a $102,000 fine. Good Lord. Sounds to me like old Wyckoff is not really getting the whole deterrent. He was quoted as saying, quote, I really regret the matter. Mr. Wyckoff is chairman of a holding company that includes businesses in the logistics Helicopter services, real estate trade, oh. and tourism. Take a helicopter to work, you fool. That's yeah. probably cheaper than the $130,000 ticket. Yeah. yeah. Probably enjoys it. Enjoys driving. Fun. He can afford it. It's only 20 miles over the speed limit, though. 130 grand. Man. It yeah. seems like you would just buy a faster car. 
or or a driver, like a helicopter, or yeah, or chauffeur, yeah, like or something. there's just not. But I mean, yeah, what, hire you, a cheap person, hire a poor person to drive <laughs> you somewhere, you so that if they fair? get the ticket, it's like twenty five bucks. I don't, I don't like that kind of system, but uh, I bet. Why some... don't you? You don't make enough money for it to bother you. <laughs> Why do you care? Well, Jan, you're Why right. You? But it's just it's, saying uh, we're in radio. Like this is not a high-paying gig. Our ticket would be like four fifty-two. You owe four dollars and fifty-two cents. I mean, does it like. encourage? Does it encourage people to have nothing to lose to just floor it? I guess. Just because I make twenty-two five a year doesn't mean. <laughs> You might want to remind her that's each and every year. Yes. <laughs> I, um, uh, it's with bonuses. Fun- fundamentally unfair because he's already paying every dollar he makes, he probably pays 90 cents in taxes in Finland. But if he doesn't want to pay that much money, he can stop speeding. Yeah. He's not Good learning job, his job, young person. Right? There you go. Look at him. True. That's it. That's uh, true. Right. Like, speeding is a choice, to, but. You don't have to do it. I mean, he's going 51 and a 31. It's not like it was a school zone. Right. It doesn't sound like it's I'm that sorry, egregious. What, what is the speed limit? 30. Well, how fast was he going? The, he was 31 and he was going 51. He was breaking. Well, first off, 20 whoa. miles what per hour. What kind of speed breaking. limit is 31? Yeah. Breaking. What's I'm sure it's, What's being, going on it's being converted. Ticket. From, oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Not they, since Jay-Z was pulled over for doing 55 and a 54. <laughs> <laughs> Has there been such a bizarre speed limit? Well, good morning. It's a Friday, and this is Christopher in here for the best of the Bob and Tom show on the show today. Greg Hahn, Frank Caliendo, Drew Powell, Ms. Pat, and Sam Miller all on the show. But coming up next, more with Jen Coburn. That is next on the Bob and Tom show. Good morning. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Meet your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Head to factormeals.com slash bobandtom50 and use code bobandtom50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code bobandtom50 at factormeals.com slash bobandtom50. To get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Voices in my head told me that I love you. The voices in my head said you love me too. Yes, they do. You know they're always right. So listen and deny to the voices in my head. 
gather voices in my head Said we'll always be together So I got your name tattooed In flaming red on my forehead They come in crystal clear But my doctor, he can't hear The voices in my head Voices are telling me that you want me and you need me and your boyfriend should be dead and gone. <laughs> the voices in my head said to break in your apartment <laughs> and hide under the bed because your love was just a lie. You too must die. So tonight I'll stalk. Tomorrow I'm insane, so my lawyer says I'll walk. Cause I got voices in my head. Got voices in my head. Got voices in my head. <laughs> this is the Bob and Tom Show on a Friday morning. Welcome back. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. A little of the best of the Bob and Tom Show. The gang is back in here on Monday morning, live in studio. Right now, another segment with comedian Jen Kober. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom with our special guest. You got that guitar? Guitar? Get it out. You're Get it out. It. I'm trying to talk like Jen. I can't do it. <laughs> That's not Jen Kober oh, is our guest. She's a distinguished really actor. <laughs> Jen, you are, are in The Mandalorian. I am. I am. Uh, now, are, are you uh, in it enough to be called to the conventions to get... Uh... You know, I am. It, I did not realize that the people that enjoy the Star Wars enjoy it at a very intense level. <laughs> and... Uh, and I when before before it aired, I was I had signed an NDA. I wasn't supposed to tell anybody I was in it or anything that was going on. But of course, uh, at live shows, I'd be like, "Y'all, I'm on the Mandalorian." So <laughs> I would tell people at the live shows, thinking, "Right, this look, this is I'm telling 300 people. I'm not like telling the world. I'm not right. announcing it on social sure. media." So I would say, and I'd be like, "That's right, y'all. I'm a Jedi." That's what I would. I was like, "I'm a Jedi. You got to tune in, right?" It turns out I am not a Jedi. I don't even know there there aren't even Jedi's on this planet. I don't. <laughs> I'm in the wrong universe. I'm like talking about the movie from 78 and everybody's like, no, Jennifer, that's not what you did. So it's very, and and what has what has amazed me the most is there are not fat people in the Star Wars universe. I don't know if you guys know this, yeah. but they just don't put, it was like Jabba the Hutt and that was it. There's no other, there's no other fat people in it. And the episode that I'm in, Lizzo, Jack Black, and I are all three in the episode. So apparently people have been calling it the fat episode. <laughs> the fat episode. And, <laughs> and fat people have like are loving it. They have like glommed onto it because they don't have so I keep getting letters from fat Star Wars fans who are so excited because now they have someone to cosplay as. Oh. These these ah. big big women that's Star great, Wars fans a, keep sending me letters like I'm so excited. I'm a Halloween costume, Tom. That's, that's what smart, I'm telling you. A, I'm a Halloween costume. It's a smart is, idea. It is. It's very it's very cool to see that I mean I didn't even realize that. That didn't even ever occur to and me. And also that, that your weren't. character's name is Boba Fat is pretty <laughs> interesting too. <laughs> I, I thought it was a little on the nose, but 
Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yes. So so it was it was super cool to to shoot. Bryce Dallas Howard, Ron Howard's daughter, uh, directed the episode. John Favreau was there. Lizzo, Jack Black, uh, Christopher Lloyd was in the episode. Man. I mean, so it's a it's it was an ama- like it was an amazing. This two weeks of shooting. It's a little bit of an inside question. I apologize. Yes. When you were working with Bryce Dallas Howard, did you find that she is in love with me? <laughs> I did. Okay. She, yeah. she would not stop talking about you. How that about was, that? That was very bizarre to me. I thought I it would like, be. I was like, wow. I didn't. It's been distracting. <laughs> You know what's so funny is when I, I asked right when I first got to the set, I was like, who's the director of this episode? And they were like, oh, uh, Bryce Howard. And I was like, oh, can I meet him when he comes up? I, like I, didn't, I wasn't putting it together. Sure. And then this woman, this we were all wearing masks still at the time. And so this this redheaded woman kept talking to me and talking to me and talking to me. And I thought, oh, she must be like the, the AD or the script supervisor or something because she's telling me so many things. And then and I'm like, her eyes are so beautiful. And then she starts talking about being in Jurassic World. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I go to my phone and I'm looking her up. It turns out she's the redhead from The Help. Right there. Yeah. Who eats, yeah. who eats the yeah. poop pie. Wow. In The Help. That's yeah. her. And she's Ron Howard's daughter. Like, I had a whole epiphany. Her mother's from Gaydon, Louisiana, which is right down the street from me. Oh. So we had lots to talk about. And she was just lovely. And she was a fantastic director and really pulled some amazing work Great. out of me. Uh, yeah, I there's a it. terrific book out there. I think Chick and I both read it called The Boys. It's Ron Howard and his brother Clint. Yes, yes. And uh, Clint appeared in one of the early episodes of Star Trek. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And but I mean, he was a little kid, and he still can go to those conventions. They'll have him come out. And oh, I'm sure. These, That's what the, I'm saying. The super fans. They yeah. know all about I have the episode. A, I have a booth at a Comic-Con coming up. That's like, great. I sit there and sign things. For, You'll people, have a ball. You'll people love keep it. Sending me, people keep sending me pictures of me from the episode and asking me to sign it and send it back. And, and I, I mean, like, autograph hounds have come out of the woodworks. And it just makes me laugh because this, this is not a world that I know, right? So I'm just like... I don't even really know the words that I said when I was on the episode. Somebody had to like train me in the vocabulary of this planet. So it was very bizarre. Cool, it was very cool. bizarre. Our, our guest is Jen Cobra. She is an actor. I'm a pretty big fan of The Mandalorian, but I wanted to see a few images and I looked it up on a Star Wars database called Wikipedia. <laughs> Is that a good time? Of course. For me? Wow. Yes. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. Right now we turn. Over that way, there's Christy Lee, and I can see her from here. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> hey, an etiquette expert has come out with some do's and don'ts for air travel. We're about to get the peak of summer travel season. Go. You might be yeah. on an airplane. Our hot button. This is going to be controversial. Go. Yep. Jackie Vernon Thompson from Florida advises. Jackie Vernon Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the hey, voice of Frosty the Snowman. That's, that's this person's Jackie. name. Stop for one second. Are you, do you know who Jackie Vernon is? No. Pat. Old-time comic from the Catskills. Yeah, old-time Catskill comedian. Never. He's hysterical. Yes. He did the voice of Frosty the Snowman. Okay, yeah. I'm familiar with that. Birthday. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of those old... That's so funny that... That's her... Well, sorry. It, it's distracting, I guess. Yeah. It'd be like name being named Richard Pryor Johnson. Jackie <laughs> <laughs> oh, Green Jones. Is that more than 2% of the population? I feel really I get bad. To, I should explain to Jen. Our, our show revolves around such obscure referencing that we don't even get it. Oh, I know. I listen to the show. I know, I know exactly what's going on here, Tom. This is not new to me. How about Soupy, uh, Soupy Sales Griswold? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was in here. Oh, no, I don't remember Soup being in here. I soupy, love Soupy I Sales. Do. I do. Live for soupy soupy sales. sales was in here, yeah. Okay, Ms. Jackie Vernon Thompson from Florida advises against wearing pajamas for a flight or anything overly overly revealing. 
Mm. I mean, if you're a little kid, it's you can wear pajamas. Well, of course. I'm sorry. You're talking about <laughs> adults. <laughs> Unless kids make you hot, then uh, yeah, okay. oh, that'd be bad. Yeah. That would be problematic. <laughs> that would be it's almost problematic to even bring up. <laughs> it's almost like you shouldn't have said that at all. Well, I was waiting for you to say it. You didn't say anything. Nope. This is so, you. I'm no longer the monster. Oh, that's right. Josh, uh, this is kind of before your time there was a time when you'd get on airplanes and there'd be couples in identical sweatsuits yep the track suit oh that was like a big thing yeah. oh, i mean i've seen it but it was i thought it was like sort of ironic i didn't know they really uh, well, back in back in tom's day they used to dress up to get on the plane yeah they right? did sure. yeah. Suit. oh the Wright brothers were we very put on, we put on we put on goggles <laughs> <laughs> and the, you know, the air when you're on the yeah. biplane sitting on it. Did your, mom, did your mom and dad make you dress up in like a little suit and things like they did i bet no. they did no i don't know but they dressed up in a suit and um, my, your mom with a business father, suit. My probably. father wore a tie on Saturday. Did your did father too. fly very often? Yeah, and they got yeah. the board first, from what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Funny for two reasons. For while, <laughs> my father was in a wheelchair. And I know. As you can I see know. the sensitivity <laughs> that Josh has. I know. Those, yeah. The, yeah. Those that are disabled. Talk about sensitivity towards dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, play the funeral beat. <laughs> well, there's there's controversy whether Mr. Griswold had if uh, he used just attention. Seeking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he was yeah. faking it. Yeah, he was faking. He was faking. Yeah. I'm gonna play. Some, I want to play 11 seconds of something for Jen. All right. Oh. All right. I want you to listen to this. All right. It's self-contained. In 10 seconds, what can happen to turn around a conversation? And here we go. I am legitimately now the owner of a banjo. Is that right? Yeah, I need to get it in here and see if. How did uh, that happen? My dad died. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now I want to explain something. The woman you hear laughing, um, uh, Jess, is laughing not because Josh's father has passed away, <laughs> but because Godwin stepped in it. Yeah. On it. Yeah. Yeah. Stomped on it. Yeah. 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 My dad played the banjo, and I, I took it whenever he died. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten it out and uh, yeah. strummed yep. it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you learning it? I am. Yes. Really? I'm not talking about it much because it's taking a while. <laughs> well, it's not an easy So you're going to come in here and like do a thing that. with Pat, like a dueling banjos? Ideally, at some point, yeah. Well, that's great. But that's great. It's a slow process. Okay, well, it's a slow process getting my dad on a plane. You. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to circle. Back to etiquette. So don't yes. wear pajamas on the airplane. Vernon uh, Thompson, who runs from the Inside Out School of Etiquette, also said, "This is the one." Blocking the aisle while putting your bag in the overhead bin is an etiquette protocol which is violated constantly. You can't help but do that. We're going to hit this woman. You know what she says to do? To sit in your seat with your bag until the aisle is clear. Oh, no. Uh-uh. You're not going to get a place for your bag. Exactly. This woman does not travel. Clearly, Jackie Vernon Thomas is sitting at home, sitting at home, holding her bag in her lap. Yeah. Plus, if I have my bag in my lap, no where am I yeah. going to put my tuna melt? Right? Yeah. Right. Well, that's on the list. What if, what if you're in the window seat? Then you've got to get everybody yeah. to get up right. again. That's, no. that's ridiculous. That's, it is this is, uh, everybody just knows it's it's going to take a second. Even yep. the person who's making the announcements on the plane says, put your black bag in the bin and then kindly step into your yes, seat. That's right. it. You just got to be quick about it. Mm-hmm. Another no-no is 
what you just mentioned, Willie. Smelly food options. I like my flight fish. I will oh. not make any changes. Hard-boiled eggs. Oh. God, I love Where it. Where do you fall on something like an orange? Uh, it's <laughs> certainly... A ro- What's wrong arom- with an orange? I'm saying it's aromatic, but... Uh, but I not a, a terrible smell. I, right. Exactly. Orange is good. Clementine is better. Tangerine is better. Really? Uh, I'm allergic to oranges. Please don't open them in the cabin. If you could bring a dragon fruit on <laughs> that would be lovely. Give a machete so I can open it. <laughs> Some sort of pomegranate. A big coconut. Christy, is perfume or cologne uh, on that list? It's not, but I know how you feel about it. Um, I will say that on my plane on the way here, someone put on uh, cucumber melon hand sanitizer, mm. and I wanted them dead. <laughs> this is, I don't know what is in. You should not be a cucumber melon. Anything should not be allowed on an airplane. <laughs> I, I um, don't awful. like scented soap. Mm. Yeah. And uh, one day I got on a mission. And I went to five stores in a row and could not find any scent-free soap. Oh, boy. The yeah. squirter kind. Like scent-free? Like Hand it soap. doesn't smell like anything? Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's called unscented. I finally found it. Wow. At, uh, online. It's called unscented. It's called online. <laughs> it's called online. <laughs> I, did, I don't like washing my hands and, you know. Smelling like soap? Yeah. yeah. No, smelling like French whorehouse. Oh, no, I get that. But... <laughs> French but I like the soap a... smell, like a dial smell. Oh, like, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, a dial right, right. Yeah, but, yeah. Or a nice lavender, something pleasant. No, I don't want a nice lavender. No, I See, I like lavender, right and I like it. I, right now I have mum, and it is just one. Mum. Mums, yes. It smells yeah. like your mom? That's weird. Yes, it does. But British. <laughs> That's right. It smells like an old British lady. <laughs> sort of uh, a hint of Bangers crumpet, and corgis, and shit. <laughs> Crumpet farts. Crumpet <laughs> farts. I'm sorry. So you're getting on a plane. This lady says you're supposed to sit in your seat with your hand luggage. and then, No, that's dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no smelly foods. We talked okay. about that. Removing your shoes or socks. I don't know why you guys are mad at me because I re- removed my shoes. I, there's don't the... your feet swell and then you can't get your shoes back on? That is a slight issue. The... <laughs> really? Uh, for a lo- the longer yes. the flight, yeah, it's like, yes. oh wow, I, it does seem like I went up a size. Yeah, yeah, that's why they say wear compression socks or get up and walk well, around. Right, it's not that complicated. Just calm down. Right. <laughs> oh. Just leave your shoes. Spoken on. like a skinny man. <laughs> leave your shoes on. Spoken like a man whose blood circulates normally. Yeah, spreading your legs out into the aisle. We talked about that. I, you know, I don't agree with the whole complaint against man spreading. We have testicles, and they can get crushed. That's why God invented Johnson & Johnson cornstarch powder. You put a little cornstarch right under your little nuts. Then, later on, later Josh. on, if you get hungry, you can make hush puppies. You're done. First of all... Josh has little nuts. Uh, by, the, the presumption that you have small testicles. That's just what I heard from Bryce Dallas Howard. I don't know that that's true. It's why she won't return. We're coming right back with more of the Bob and Tom show on a Friday. Apparently, Tom left his car on again. We'll get the details coming up next on the Bob and Tom Show. The next time you're traveling, don't forget about the historical and beautiful state of Illinois. 
Catch a Cubs game at Wrigley Field in Chicago, hit a riverboat casino in Peoria, and make sure you visit the charming community of Effingham, Illinois, where Interstate 70 meets the Little Wabash River. <laughs> and whenever you're in Effingham, visit the Effing House Family Restaurant. Founded in 1854 by the corpulent railroad magnate Colonel Harry S. Effing, the Effing House Family Restaurant is one of America's oldest and finest dining establishments. Start your day with the delicious Effing Country Breakfast, featuring an Effing omelet with toast, grits, and a big Effing beverage of your choice. Or try our BED, the Big Effing Deal. Once again this week, it's Effing Ham and Eggs. For lunch, try the huge Effing Burger, and fried in a rich butter sauce mixed with big Effing Egg Yolks. We call it the Effing Heart Attack. It's an Effing experience you'll never forget. And what about dinner? Juicy Effing Steaks with fresh Effing Veggies and a creme brulee that's Effing out of this Effing world. Or go Effing Nuts with a Hot Fudge Sunday. How would you rate the Effing House Family Restaurant? It was the best Effing experience of my life. Rate this place? Well, I wouldn't give it a B. I wouldn't even give it a C because it's effing A. <laughs> In Effingham, Illinois, it's the Effing House Family Restaurant. You'll have an effing good time. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Friday. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you're looking forward to the weekend. In this segment, well, I guess he's done it more than once. We all know he's done it more than once. Tom left his car running again let's get the details you wouldn't believe it if i told you so i'm going to have him tell you what hang on a second there's christy at the news desk hi there's pat godwin in the performance room hello there's josh arnold hey chick he's over there at the yeah you had something playing over there uh there's ace cosby uh josh is at the i hate stephen singer sidekick chair yeah you had some john barry rock in there i think or something i'm chick mcgee and here's tom griswold tom bring us up to date on your life up to the minute sorry i left my car running (laughs) oh in the uh in the parking parking lot yeah i just realized (laughs) dean just walked in and said your car's Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so did you did you run on an errand or? Yeah, I went and got to, went and got some nice coffee for everybody. Got coffee uh-huh. it was very nice. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, barely when I got back, forgot to. I have a complaint. So you've got such a nice car that you can't hear it running. That's one way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a kid blessed. Yeah. No, I have bad. I have bad hearing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> many years of wearing headphones and uh, my hearing is pretty. Once bad. again, uh, Tom, maybe radio isn't for you. <laughs> Yeah, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> like five decades of success, uh, maybe. Well, in any event, yeah, everything's cool. I think the car's off now. Okay. Sorry. Um, and there was something playing out over here, huh? Uh-huh. That's yeah, weird. something nice. I don't know how. It, it was, was easier pretty, when you had a key. Uh, when you had a key to pull out. Yeah, uh, turn it on, turn hey, it off. speaking of pulling out. Yes, sir. We have sperm news coming up this morning. Oh, okay. You know, I have, and many cars do that, you program your phone is your key now so if you have your phone on you you get in your car and you go away you go mm-hmm. and there's a valet setting on it so the valet can park it while you keep your phone very fancy and uh but i just can't get used to it i keep a car i keep a key in the car just in case oh yeah i bet i, I don't i don't trust the phone yet but it hasn't and i even switch phones and i resynced it and yeah mm. these cars are amazing talk about not needing a key yeah. We were talking to that uh, fireman. He was saying that um, you got to be careful because people are uh, 
forgetting that their car's running and they're leaving it in their garage and it's creating carbon monoxide, it can be fatal. So, However, so get a carbon monoxide detector A and B, turn your car off. I'm, uh, I need the first one because I tend to forget about the second. One thing I've noticed in my uh, palatial compound is that uh, if I get to one side of the house, my phone will buzz a little bit. It's unlocking the car. It thinks that You're I'm leaving? going to the car. Yeah. Oh. So hmm. that's, uh, oh. that's that's a little odd. Yeah. 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 I was I'm, a, I'm the youngest one in the room right now, but you guys have all accepted this this tech these new technologies way better than I have. I, well, it's because you're a conspiracy theorist. And you think that uh, the government's after you. Well, no, well, no, I I know the government. <laughs> Second, don't you? Aren't you? One, what do they call the guy that they think uh, like the eight headed, uh, the eight armed monsters at the middle of the earth pulling all the levers? And oh stuff? yes, that? yes. Uh. I, I like that. I'd like to get on the, the side of those guys. Yeah. I just want to say, if there is a conspiracy out there, yeah. they, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Whatever their conspiracy is, it's not working. <laughs> okay. it's, it's not, it's, I don't know. They got him believing yeah. that it's not working. <laughs> what is it? The, the devil's uh, greatest trick is he convinced everyone he didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. So chew, on, it's, chew on that for a while. It's the Tripartite Commission, is that who it is? Well, you got uh, the Gettys, right. the Rothschilds. <laughs> I see. Okay. Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Tits up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a key to your car, or is it a no, push button? No, it's a it's- fob, yeah. You sound genuinely irritated. He doesn't by no like key. it. Yeah, no, I like the old. I like the old stuff. I I told you this before, and I'll tell you this again. You know, I don't. Uh, I don't push forward. If I want to change a song on my phone, uh, mm-hmm. on in my car, I just take my thumb like you're hitchhiking, and push it. I I move it toward the passenger seat. Boy, what? Just minority what? reporting. And it knows, in your, what? That's devil's and magic. it knows that I'm. And then if I make a circle with my index finger, it turns it up. Yeah. What happens if you? What happens if you pretend you you got a broom in your hand and you start going up and down like this? It automatically starts playing uh, "Rise" by Herb Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Does a, does a hand come up from uh-huh. between the seats That's right. and give you the David Lee Roth? Uh, put the seat Hang on. back. Christy has a question. So you don't touch anything. No. You just move your hands. But well, you look crazy amazing. when you're driving. Oh, I do look. I look, I look nuts. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yes, Ace has a question. What if you have a female passenger and you're having a heated argument and you're like... Oh, um, then the radio goes nuts. Yeah, yeah. and then, the, then it starts playing... Um, Disturbed. Uh, what's the name of Chris Cornell's band, the good one? Uh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Soundgarden uh, there's also Audio Slave. There's, uh, uh, there's a song I play that I, I put in my uh, headphones for uh, vacuuming, and it'd be perfect for, you play for an argument. Don't you? Cochise, yeah. that's it. Cochise by well, I Soundgarden. I want to hear it now. To vacuum? Oh, it's great. So not, Ace, uh, so this sounds like you're talking about you more than Chick. So you're in a car with yeah, one, it or not. with one hey, of these women, hey, and you if, start arguing and waving your hands around. If the going gets oh, rough, no. I, I get out. You know that. <laughs> you bark. <laughs> Here's the car, bitch. Yeah. Add it to the list. I'm yeah. I, I, Sometimes uh, it doesn't even bark. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna roll out. There you go. There you go. Top list. Wow. What you got over there? National Toy Hall of Fame is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. And they're going to ask for more of the public's participation. They announced yesterday that one extra toy will be inducted this year, chosen by you, the fan, from these five toys that okay. have been finalists oh. multiple times. Okay, so they're okay. they're giving us guidelines. We can't just write in a candidate. No, you have five to choose from. You ready? Yeah. The Fisher Price Corn Popper. 
That's oh, been around yeah. forever. That's, that's, I love pretty, that one. that's pretty good. Classic. My Little Pony. Okay. Mm. A Pez dispenser. Not a, not a toy. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You can kind of play with them, I guess. Oh, you can play with a lot of things. You didn't uh, have a bunch of Pez dispensers when you were a kid and dressed them up in frilly dresses and no. little houses for them? No, no, I guess we, yeah, of course, we all oh, did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, a That's very what I thought. Normal thing. Oh, thank you. Tom, the pogo stick. All right. You don't yeah. like the pogo stick. Oh, no, it's all right, man. All right. And Transformers round out the top five. Okay, I'm going corn popper. I'm going corn popper, too. Yeah, corn popper is such a cool, fun, basic thing for like a two-year-old. Oh, you can yeah. cast one vote per day through October 24th on the National Toy Hall of Fame website. The corn popper ain't bad when you're 45 also. The winner, along with other inductees, will be announced November 9th. What would you do if you, you went home with a lady? Yeah. And, uh, At her place? One thing leads to another, yeah. yeah. And you, uh, you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And you're there in the bed. And you hear this noise the next morning. <laughs> what the? What the heck is? You go downstairs. Wow, that was some night. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, just running the corn popper. Yeah. Huh? What do you think? I've decided now. Right now, check. I'm ordering one today. Yeah. I'm gonna have one handy, oh. like kind of behind a chair. Right. Uh-huh. And when I have any guest over, yep. if there's any sort of spill or anything, I'm getting that out. <laughs> don't say a thing. And now I won't say a thing. Uh, they yeah, pretend trend is working. Don't say yes. a thing. No, oh, I got that. I got that. I got that. <laughs> See how long they stick around. Yes. But I mean, they still make that toy, right? It's a classic. I mean, it is yes. a it's for classic. Little, it's for very little. T- it's for toddlers, but it's a, it's a great toy. I mean, Transformers are also a great toy, but mm. Pez dispensers are not a toy. I'm too old for Transformers. Are you? You don't watch the movies? No. Real dumb. <laughs> it's, not the, uh, no, it's a I, Volkswagen that's a monster. Is there an adult toy Hall of Fame? I hope not. Well, oh. saying adult before to- before yeah. toy, you got a whole different. Uh, I know. I'm just asking. Can you imagine that? Aid, if you will, yeah. I'm <laughs> sure there is. is. Yeah. I don't know if it's a Hall of Fame, but I'm sure there's a museum. Really? Yeah. The we adult a- toy museum. Like a welcome oh, to I the bet. Tim 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 this year, the pocket room. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, congratulations to all. Uh, the flashlight, of course, uh, inducted at our opening ceremony. There's the Antique Vibrator Museum in San Francisco, the Erotic Heritage Museum in Paradise. Whoa, whoa, wow. whoa, you, I'm there. Sex Machines Museum in Prague, the Erotic Museum in Amsterdam. I've been to that. Have you? Yes, yes. W- which one? I've been to the Sex Museum in Amsterdam, the Erotic Museum in Amsterdam, and they had they did have like these really old looking, uh, to- like they had like the one of those things. It looks like a hollowed out log kind of that you, they would put bees in, bees, yeah. so that it right. would vibrate. Absolutely, really, yeah. Ooh. That was like one of the first vibrators. Wow, wow the bee filled log. A lot of trial and error there. Huh? Yusados <laughs> Museum of Erotica, the number one sex museum in the world, is in Saint Petersburg, Russia. Who would have thought? Hmm. That's What's bad. the uh, orgasm? <laughs> Do they have a little store as you leave the museum? Just kind of wonder what they have. Yes. Did you ever go to Jeju Loveland? Exit through the dildo shop. <laughs> <laughs> Jeju Loveland in South Korea. Did you ever visit there? 
They in uh, no, I know I'm aware of uh, Jeju, Jeju. It's like a Jeju Island. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. an island where and yeah. it's very big for honeymooners. So that makes sense. That it's it would be known there. as a sexual theme park. Oh, go! Why? How did I not go? <laughs> I don't know. A theme park. It means gliding down penis slides or bathing in naked saunas. I've got to go back. <laughs> Coming up next hour on the Bob and Tom Show, Ms. Pat will be in talk about her new show. In the meantime, a segment with Sam Miller is coming up for you next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Bob and Tom Show. It's Friday. Welcome back. This is Christopher speaking. We've got some Ms. Pat coming up for you next hour. Drew Powell is on the way in just a little bit, plus comedian Greg Hahn. You want to stick around for that. Right now, uh, a, a big guy. Just met him this year. He's a funny guy. Comedian Sam Miller in studio. This guest who has a name that is uh, relatively simple. A good business name. He is Sam Miller. Uh, Sam Miller in the Hawaiian t-shirt. Great to see you, Sam. That's a Hawaiian button-up Button-up, but you're close. (laughs) He's in a button-up t-shirt. I can't tell. It's a nice button-up shirt. Uh, Yeah. That's very nice. I miss buttons a lot. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now, uh, Sam, uh, I know you've got a bunch of cool shows coming up. Should be great. You're on the road. Uh, Yes, Now, last time you were here, we met you for the first time, but Mr. Chick McGee was not here. Yeah, because I heard you were coming. So I said... Not not aware of your background. (laughs) I can't be there. We just uh, met in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. How'd that go? Uh, he's kind of a he's a very very tall. Yeah, not very, a lot of yeah. people are big way guy. taller than me. Maybe. But and big, you look like you could be a you could play line in the NFL. I could. Yeah, do you That's think a, you could? Uh, no, because <laughs> uh, I always say I, people are still mad at me because I didn't go, get into football. But I had other I had other things going on in my life that I thought was much more important. Like what? Like I was a you know I could have been a great football player, but really I was a great drug addict. Ah. You know? oh. So that's what I like to focus. <laughs> so you on. excelled in other things. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was actually a guy who came to his show. He's like, "Man, I remember you. You were a great football player. It's too bad. You know, it's cool you're doing comedy, but you could have been great." And I was like, "Dude, you never hung out with me in the parking garages. I was killing it." <laughs> You know. <laughs> they don't talk about the all-pro drug addicts, do they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now, uh, again, I forgot. What was your drug of choice? Meth. Math. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked me last time what my drink of choice was, and I also said meth. Uh, oh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, you can get it in liquid form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have uh, I have uh, heard from various uh, authorities that, um, and we get stories all the time about meth users that take they take all their clothes off. There's some strange things that your brain tells you to do when you've been up for a few days. Hmm. Um, oh man. Yeah. You see enough sunrises, you start losing <laughs> it a little bit. You know? Did you ever take your clothes off in public? I did. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was not aware of that. I thing. did. And right. I used to ride a bike naked, which is scary, if, especially if it's bumpy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Wow. yeah. So, would you, where would you ride? Uh, I would ride to my house and from the place I got the bike. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> was it your bike? I didn't or did mean you? to oh, talk no. about this on the radio. They're stealing bikes is yeah. what's happening No. Here. 
I, I didn't. Yeah, I stole. I don't know why I didn't, I didn't. I feel really bad about it. I didn't mean to talk about that. But I did, did you? When you say your house, was this a? a it was a barn. I'm not even kidding. I lived mm-hmm. in a barn. Um, Legally, was, I mean, was it? Were you squatting or? Was no, they knew I was there, um, and I think they wanted me to leave, but I didn't think they wanted to tell me. Um, it was weird because I did a so after I got sober in 2008, I actually did this interview. Um, it was with the Seattle Times about like freaking uh, about my story and homelessness, and it's funny because they interviewed my mom and me at the same time, mm-hmm. and they asked my mom. They were like, um, they were like, how long was Sam homeless? And she was like, three years. And I was like, it wasn't that long. Like, I was only homeless for about a year and a half. She goes, she goes, well, you were living in a barn. I'm like, Mom, barns are homes. <laughs> and she's like, for cows? <laughs> I, see. I see. I got a couple girls up there with me. You, you got some girls at the barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They thought I was like a eclectic or something. I don't know. Well, they probably saw Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze lived in a yeah, barn. They had never awesome. read of Mice and Men? Yeah. <laughs> a giant guy taking a woman into a barn? Uh-oh. She's lucky she didn't get her neck snapped. <laughs> Keep looking at the rabbits. I'm a romantic. I wouldn't. Snap oh, I know a, you're a gentle snap uh, a lady's neck. I know you were not romantic, <laughs> not without consent. <laughs> no. Our guest is uh, comedian <laughs> Sam Miller, and uh, she Sam, you knew me better than that. <laughs> Sam Miller attacked. is uh, Sam Miller has been sober for quite some time. You doing great with that? Yeah, you know, I won't lie. Like the comedy career has picked up. Um, honestly, thanks to you guys. I want to thank all the Bob and Tom listeners. You guys have been coming out to shows. It's amazing. I'm very grateful. Um, but yeah, it's a weird feeling to have people come to shows that know I was going to be there. <laughs> you know, like, uh, <laughs> That's nice. like I've been a strong comic for a long time, but kind of doing my thing in the Northwest and now touring everywhere. Great. You know, it's is, is it odd being in a room full of people drinking? No, that doesn't bother me. In fact, you know, it's kind of like a thing. Like, if they came to my house and drank in my living room, I'd have a problem with that. But, like, I chose this profession. Like, and so I'm not, I'm going into their living rooms. It'd be weird if I started telling them, like, what to do. So. You're you're not tempted to. No. You know what's funny? People do this all the time. Like, I was in Eureka, California, and this guy, like, he's like, hey, can I buy you a Bud Light? Uh-huh. And I was like, if I was going to relapse, it wouldn't be in Eureka, California, drinking a Bud Light with you. Like, <laughs> I have a plan if I relapse, and it is wild. I'm, I know I shouldn't, but it's going right. to be crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah really? Yeah. You, you've got that all set down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be wild. I, I could, don't share it. I went to a spot in Indianapolis last night. Oh, yeah? Dude, he was like, let me get you a shot you're, you're like he recognized me he's like let me get you a shot and i'm like dude i'm definitely not gonna like i love indianapolis but that's not a good town for me to relapse in. oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's too so flat I gotta, you... I gotta relapse on a mountain i'm <laughs> <laughs> not, sure, not sure what your logic is but uh, we hope you uh, stay so now yeah. you're a uh, i'm trying to remember a married man is that correct yeah yeah, How's that going? yeah. it's cool uh, my wife is big. That's what I like. I love big women. <laughs> Always have. Uh-huh. It's the best. How, how big? Do you mind if I ask? <laughs> Just like I mean, you're honestly, a, you're you're like what six five? I love two eighty. I love all women. I think all. I really do. I know I sound like some hippy dippy dude right now, but I love all women. I think all women are beautiful, but I like bigger women. 
I've dated skinny women in the past, and it was like it was okay. Like I was homeless; I didn't have like a lot of like options or whatever. But like, but like yeah, big women are where it's at, man. Like my wife is big. I love that she she's big and she has tattoos. Oh, which means more room for tattoos. You know, she <laughs> like, can get way more than a skinny girl. You know what they say, Tom? Uh, thick thighs save lives. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know. Uh, yeah. I, 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 know I know you did. I can no. see from here you have a number of tattoos. I do. Is that I, an honor? Automatic weapon Did we over talk here on about your, that? Uh, right arm? Yeah, yeah, I feel weird about this. Like I'm actually, one of them, I'm just like neutral to guns. Like I don't have any strong feelings about it either way. Uh-huh. But I did get one tattooed on my arm. <laughs> okay. It was more like I wanted to look really tough. Oh. And it didn't. Like I swear, a year after I got my first year sober, I wound up working at a preschool, which was, and I was good at it. Like, yeah. Uh, and I had to wear a sock on my arm, and I didn't feel that tough. Oh. Did you make it like a little puppet? <laughs> yeah. That's a really good idea. I hey, Mr. Admit. Sockle! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, boys and girls! Uh, did you get any uh, other... Uh, do you have any... Uh, let me ask, rephrase well, this. you know, I got the belly tattoo. I think I showed that to you guys. Well, I have a tattoo. It's a new day. My, what have you got? Yeah, let me see. I have a tattoo on my belly that says, Let's Dance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a... My yeah, God, you do. Substantial yeah. belly. That's what my, I actually, I sell t-shirts, you know, and that's what my shirts say. Can you, just, I, can you stand up so I can see yeah, that, yeah, please? Yeah. David I, Belly. I did, I did yeah. get a good look at David that. David Belly. <laughs> and it's, it's, um, it kind of looks like a crown over your belly button. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. it's awesome, yeah. yeah. Well, oh. it tells the story. Of, oh, uh, it does? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted the, you know, I never danced, but uh, it seemed like a great idea. Like, sure. that's when you know, and that's actually when I talk about, like, that's when, if you want to know if you have a drug problem, just read your belly tattoo, you know? <laughs> that's what I say, you know? Like, obviously, something went really sideways in my life. So. Is there a, uh, a special sobriety tattoo that people get? You know, no. I like, guess some people do, yeah. I mean, I have the, you, you, you got know, like the Grateful Dead bear. No, you the, know what I have? I have this coffee cup, which I drink a lot of coffee. Right. And it says world's greatest dad on it. Uh, you know, because I, I take that stuff really seriously, you know. Being uh, a father? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I know you guys are going to be shocked when I say this, but I, I didn't have like the best role model for a father, <laughs> you okay, know. Okay. And uh, things went pretty sideways pretty quick. And uh, I think anytime we can do better than our parents did, we're doing okay. Sure, right? you know, and that's mm-hmm. the that's the move. You know, good. So, that's great. Yeah, and it's really easy to do better than my dad did. So, <laughs> okay. now. so now, are you? Uh, uh, Chick has a really good uh, tattoo artist that he uses. Are you considering adding any or coloring any of the men? I or? might get a tattoo here in the next few days. Actually, really? whenever I'm, I'm Where, are you thinking of a spot? Uh, I might get something on my calf. I don't know yet. When the last time I was in, actually, right after I left here last time, I think I got a tattoo. Oh, you did? Um, yeah, I was in, I did that show. I was at the Laugh Factory in Chicago. Okay. And um, what did you'll you love this. This is a great comedy story. Uh, I was supposed to do 10 minutes, right? And then the closer didn't show up. So they hey, we're going to put you at the end. Can you do 20? And they were down a cook. They didn't have enough cooks. And while I was on stage, I was about 15 minutes, a lady came up and she held up a sign that said, do 30 minutes, please. Oh, oh yeah. And I was killing, right? I was like, this is it. But I had to totally switch up my set. I was like, okay, I'm going to do these tags and then I'm going to add this 10 minutes. <laughs> okay. And I actually got do 30 minutes tattooed on my... <laughs> 
And I framed, I kept the sign and I framed it. Because when you're a comic from the Northwest, uh-huh. like we're kind of isolated out there. And so to have that opportunity to place like the, like the Laugh Factory is like That's a great. Huge What's the step in the career? What's right? the next tattoo? Do you have a... I don't you, know. You need some suggestions? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm open to it. Oh, boy. What? Nothing. Check all the tattoos you've gotten. Have no, you ever- I don't have tattoos. I think people who have tattoos are just filthy individuals. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think you know that. Hippies and, and miscreants, uh, sure, yeah. Hippies and uh, <laughs> obviously homeless and confused. And- Get a tattoo like that nobody else has. Yeah, oh, all these are ones that I don't think anybody else says let's dance on their belly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> let's, we'll continue right the tradition. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there any products that you like a lot? Products? Yeah, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, like NASCAR thing? Yeah, like you'd have Metamucil on your... I was a big yeah, fan. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You know what I used to drink? I used to love Schmidt Ice. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, I know it's a bad look, but I liked it because <laughs> I was I would drink alone by these railroad tracks. Yeah. Sure. But there's a but there's a duck on the can, so I'm not really alone. Eric's, yeah, 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 me yeah. and you, ducky. You got Bill with you <laughs> on behalf of me and the duck, ducky Schmidt. What is it, Schmidt? Schmidt, Schmidt ice. ice. That's a beer. It was. I don't know if it's. Like, I do they, haven't I seen it. Is it a beer or a cool? I no, it's a no. Liquor? It was. It okay. was beer. Um, this one has a moose on it. Remember, ice was the thing for a while, man. Yeah. Oh, such and such ice. Yeah. I never yeah. could figure that out. What did that mean? What was that? Yeah. I kind of never got it either. <laughs> when what was dry beer? What the hell was that? I could never. They, they were yes. They would go. Oh, yeah, that's a. It would, they were compl- bud, drink bud dry. They were complicating yeah. it too much. Yeah. yeah. I actually used to call meth <laughs> dry beer. <laughs> 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 Um, I talked a lot about meth last time, but really it was alcohol at the beginning and at the end were what were what like did me in the bookends. Yeah, yeah, mm. because it's like this thing where like you know, alcohol is very much more acceptable, obviously, than meth. But I can't do anything. It's sad. I got to be careful with Tylenol PM. I'm sure, man. <laughs> yeah. Coming up on the Bob and Tom Show on this Friday morning, toilet paper is discussed and. Gardner Minshew. It's on the way. The Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you're having a nice one. The gang is back in here live on Monday morning. You want to be around for that for sure. Right now, little toilet paper talk, and Pat's got another version of... Gardner Minshew for Christy you. Lee's at the news desk. I've tried Whatever. to cover for her. She's pissed. I'm Chick no, McGee. I, I, and I here's... just started off on a bad foot today. Tom. Oh, you can help me because we need a we need a word. What word? You know when you have those paper towel things that's like the rack and the wall, you grab a paper towel. And the whole thing rolls off? <laughs> no, and you just get a oh. chunk of it. Oh. <laughs> you know, and you're in a big hurry. Oh. I got one here. What do you? We need a word for this. <laughs> then, you, then you have to get all your fingers underneath the thing to get the whole one. Then you pull it, and you get twenty of them. Okay. You mean like oh, a, oh. a sniglet? Like a sniglet. That's you've right. You've been in the bathroom. That's what I do. It's amazing. Yeah. Wait, that's not paper towels. That's no, those paper. are no. no this it's is those, a paper towel. The, the towels in the towel dispenser. They're, they're stacked oh, in yeah. the they're yeah. and they get jammed up, and then I you're, think, yeah. I think they fill it up too tight. Sarcastically, it's, I sometimes think it's doing it on purpose. Like it. yeah. yeah, but I, you know, you, you, you're really in a hurry, and you pull, you just get this little tab, and go, oh, uh-huh. then Our, wipe, wipe it on your pants and get out of there. The, the toilet paper I'll and towel situation. Wipe the water on your pants. The men's bathroom is a nightmare. The toilet paper dispenser is 
awful. I'm going to tear it off the wall one of these mornings. You can't get paper towels out of there. And the paper, the 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 pa- what do we toilet paper we use is not. You can't get it to open up. You can't get it to unfurl. Is the word I'm looking Roll for? Roll out off the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we're we're working on. It. I I want to go back to the old days where they had that big post and the toilet paper rolls were stacked on it with the monkeys. Remember, yeah. it was a yeah. monkey. And the monkey what happened butler. to that? Well, that's to get some, a little bit. Uh, They're in the mail room. Yeah, they are. They're Why in the mail the room. They're still in the mail Who's crapping in the mail room? <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of unused boxes. We can go get well, here's the, the thing. monkey butler out of the mail room. You know what they've done is they cut down the middleman and they just put the toilet paper in there if they're going to mail out some poop. They just, <laughs> you don't want to carry it through the building. No. Think about it, Tom. Well, well, I was doing some scientific research. It's funny you'd mention this, but are you guys familiar with graphene? What is it? No. It's considered to be the world's thinnest substance. Oh, really? Well, it's second to the oh, toilet paper yeah. here, <laughs> here in the Bottom Time Show building. I don't have a problem with the thickness. Or, I don't either. But it's just getting it off the roll. It's getting just, it started. It's nuts. It's not thick enough. I like the really puffy stuff. You know, mm. Stuff that's like you know, thicker than a cotton shirt. <laughs> really, 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 does, really does the job. I'm sorry. Could we get back to sports? You, uh, Pat, you have... Uh, who? Pat? Yeah. Looked like he was ready to do something. Oh, we're ready to do something, yeah. Okay, well, did you want to explain a little bit? Oh, this has nothing to do with the other. Indianapolis Colts win yesterday, beating the Houston Texans, despite the fact they lost their starting quarterback. Anthony Richardson went out with a concussion. That meant that Gardner Minshew came off the bench and led the Colts to victory. He had a great... uh, My favorite player in the NFL. He had a great game. Yeah. Been a big fan for years. Like a 112 quarterback rating. He was was in the And uh, and Pat, you have a completely original song. I see you have an associate in there. No, it's me, Mick Jaguar. Oh, sorry, Mick. I didn't recognize you. You look so much like Pat. Bill's replacement here, Dean. Okay. uh, Ready to go with version 56 of Gardner Minshew. One, two, three, four! That's nice. Oh, Richardson left the game. The concussion was to blame, not soft tissue. <laughs> Guess who got the call to play some football? Gardner Minshew. Sing along with me if you know the words there. Gardner Minshew. One more time. Gardner Minshew. He took him down on two long drives. Captain Colts alive. Girls want to kiss you. Well, the mustache <laughs> king was great. That's why we celebrate. God no mention. Oh, God is cool the whole game long. Chill in the huddle when something goes wrong. That's why we sing this song. Hey, God, are you the man? You got the backing of the fans? And here at Bob and Tom, we're dying to make you. Yeah. We're going to talk about your jock strap. Tell dick jokes, you know, like we used to. <laughs> What's the matter with you, Pat? 
God love me too. Yeah. Woo. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much. I can't Have believe he hasn't been in here. He has to hear these. Well, we'll, we'll get uh, Mississippi mud flap. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, he's pretty busy. Uh, now, uh, we have uh, time to go back to the sports page. Have we missed anything? I bet he's sleeping in right now. I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. <laughs> you owe me a Coke. <laughs> you got it. Hey, look what we got here. What? <clears throat> oh, goodness gracious. I'm on the wrong. How about this for a world record? Because it's a world record. Play amongst yourselves here while I get back to the right uh, page. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay, well, okay. we have um, a stupid oh. world record. I don't, know what, well, I don't know what this is, so feel free to help me at any point. Doritos. Those are chips. Thank you. <laughs> Took TikTok's viral cheese pulling competition and set a new Guinness World Record with it. All right. The trend involves lifting cheesy foods <laughs> to see how far it can stretch without snapping. Oh, I and it's see. melted cheese, and you. So you have like a mozzarella stick, yeah. let's say, and you're. Yeah. Yeah, correct. but this is a. Now, as you said, Doritos are. Uh, nacho chips, yeah. Chip. Yeah, yeah. So they but they must have put stretch. cheese on the chip and pulled it. Doritos like amplified, uh, amplified the trend to attempt the record for the world's highest cheese pull. Hmm. A team concocted a 265-pound blend <laughs> of cheddar and mozzarella and poured it into a pot. Oh, that'll stretch. Comfortably nestling into a 16-foot-tall replica mount of nacho chips. Okay. So they're outside. Yeah. This guy, Sam Thompson, uh, has this 16-foot-high pile of cheese with big fake chips on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then he gets out the helicopter. No! What? Wait a minute. No, it says a 16-foot-tall replica mountain of nacho chips. And right. so the cheese is in that? I assume the cheese yeah. is inside that. So it's almost like a volcano. The cheese was heated up before a helicopter lowered a four-foot-wide chip <laughs> into the dip and lifted it to a height of 49 feet to set the new record. Holy cow. 49 feet. It's an expensive... Uh, kind of taking the fun out of it, too. Expensive afternoon to hire the chopper. Your average TikTok uh, user doesn't have a helicopter. They can't, no. They can't compete with this. They and can't compete with Big Frito-Lay. They've got, they've got Doritos on the side of the oh copter. Oh, my goodness. It's very cool. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've got a... I've got a can you play the music? I've got a record over here, too. Okay. I, uh, I wasn't going to say something earlier. You kind of uh, went ahead and read a sports story story earlier without any mention uh, to give it to me, and now you're doing it again. What's what's the deal over there? <laughs> I need to take a break so I went and got coffee instead of editing these. Stupid <laughs> world. Are you enjoying your iced tea that I got for you? Mm. <laughs> it was. I think you peed in it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Uh, no. <laughs> does, it taste, does it taste a little salty? Is this an Arnold Palmer? No, uh, no Tom Brisbane. Uh, a 15-year-old from India has broken the Guinness World Record for the longest hair on a punk. A punk? <laughs> on a punk? No, no, no. Is that an editorial? No. Yeah, okay, sorry. It's longest hair on a hippie punk. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> on, a, on a male. Okay. Um, you're going to have to give me a break here. This gent's name is uh, uh, Sadak Deep. Sing Chell. All right. 
Sadat Deep Sengchel has grown his hair nine feet five inches. Oh, <laughs> he intends to never cut it. He is well, um, a sick, a, a uh, Sikh. Yeah. I believe it's technically, I've been hearing it pronounced sick. Well, you've been listening to too much NPR. Sick. That's not right. And I'm just it's saying sick. that. It has nothing to do sick. with this. I had always said sick, too. And now the, Why I, would you call it sick? Because somebody would say, hey, is he sick? Yeah. No, it's, but it's well, we the, better get that looked at. No, a sick. Okay, well, what, uh, it's S-I-K-H. Yes. So this, this, this gentleman's religious beliefs, I believe you don't cut your hair, right? Um, well, not necessarily. Oh, I don't know. I thought that's how. Wouldn't that, they all have nine foot hair then? Don't, don't you twirl it underneath the turban? Isn't that the whole deal? It says Sikh here as the pronouncer for that word. Okay. Yeah, I'd always heard Sikh too, but lately. Don't you twirl it under, twirl it under what? What are you saying? A turban like under they did turban. in that oh. Out of Africa movie. Mm. Don't you remember that scene? Oh, that Robert Redford took his turban off and his hair no, came. It's not Robert that. Redford. <laughs> Isn't the guy from somewhat uh, culturally? Uh, <laughs> Ray Fiennes is in that, or something, no? That's right? the English oh, patient. English oh, English patient's yeah. what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, he's a, oh, the he's guy, in Lost. The guy from yeah. Lost. Oh, yeah. he was great. Rajiv uh, ne- Yeah, Ooh, Nian- he is a good actor. Yeah, yeah. he's all right. Um, one so, in any event, this so this kid's got the world record. <laughs> um, all right, can't ride escalators. The, by the way, there is not a current uh, record holder for the longest hair in a living man. Wait, this guy's dead. Uh, no, this, he's got the teen record. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a teen record? So well, living man, man is how you should have said Don't you think it would stand a reason that no matter what you did, your hair would only grow? You'd think it would stop. To a like, certain length. Yes. Right. Get ready for it. The longest hair in a man ever belonged to... <laughs> oh, this is going to be rough, and I apologize to anyone from... Oh, boy. Um, just, where's he from? Uh, first name. This says Swami. Is that a title or a name? Let's call him a guy. How about that? No, no. It, and then it's um, okay. Pandarasana Dadi. Pandarus, man. Simply Pandarus. <laughs> and it is, now, do you pronounce it Madras or Madras? Madras. I don't. I don't recognize Madras. It. Madras, like normal people. <laughs> Madras. I. I, Who I says Madras. I don't go to polo matches, so <laughs> I don't say Madras. that at polo. Well, I, I know Madras that makes some, for some nice shorts, but I, I think it Madras PI. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. So let's just call him his first name. Or, it may be his title. It may be like Colonel. I'm not sure, but Swami. Um, How I love you. His hair. Was, <laughs> His hair was measured in 1949. I'm sorry. This man's hair was 26 feet long. Whoa! Wow! That's got to. It's got to affect your health, right? Yes, I, yeah. I guarantee his shoulders and neck. back are really. Yeah, and his neck yeah. has got to hurt. Hey, sweetie, ten feet down, I had a little accident in the toilet. Can you brush it out? Oh, <laughs> Tom! You would constantly get your hair in the. I mean, toilet, think about yeah. it. Think. He has to have it wound up all the time. Have you ever? Uh, but he's, he'd look like a. Wouldn't look be, there's so much of it, it wouldn't look like a big beehive. Well, the real risk was that he was a lathe operator. <laughs> <laughs> why, would he, why would he Very Also, he insisted on uh, only riding motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Very odd. So, uh, congratulations. Have to, you ever uh, held anybody's hair out of the toilet while they vomited, Tom? It's a fair question. I don't think I have. Hmm. That's um, not surprising. I mean, I'd be happy to if under the circumstances. Really? Hmm. Of anybody? Oh, you mean? Oh, probably. Now that I think about it, I'm sure one of the kids at some point was okay. heaving and. But, what about uh, you, Josh? I Chris, have. Chrissy, yeah. you ever been uh, driving the porcelain bus and had some dude 
thinking, well, I was going to get lucky. Now, no. El, El Barfo no. here is going to be lying in the cold tile. I'm not a thrower-upper. No? No. When was the last time you vomited? You're a keeper-downer? Well, I can't remember. Hmm. Well, let's let's just end the discussion. Yeah. Congratulations to... I vomited uh, this morning. Yeah, we Sid, are. To sit yeah. a deep uh, with his uh, nine and a half feet of hair at the age of 15. Wow. Wow, that's... Uh, if you say so. I mean, it's there's a picture of this kid. It's a lot of hair. He's upside down in the picture. So the hair's fallen oh. to the ground, you see. What? <laughs> Yeah, there's a picture of this kid. He sits upside down. Are they holding him off a bridge? The hair. <laughs> his father going, to, I told you, if you didn't get your hair cut. <laughs> That's why he can't be an astronaut. <laughs> his hair, his hair flew around. And I, I, and I, I, need, a, people. I, I need a judgment <laughs> call on sick versus seek, by the way. No. Uh, Dean says he has it for you. Okay. If you would, if you would oh. just pay attention to whatever it is over well, there. <laughs> um, you know, well, I'm the one that, Tom, <laughs> it's getting worse about you paying attention. Okay, you Sikh is the Americanized pronunciation. It's incorrect. No, it's not. Not if it's, it's American. American. Sikh is correct. We're American. Sikh. Yeah. Okay. There See, you he go. listens to NPR where they're terrified to accidentally say something. Um, you, say, you say Paris or Paris? I say Paris, but... Well... The New York-based yeah. Sikh Coalition says the correct pronunciation is S-I-K, Sikh. Perfect. Great. I'll never. Uh, say but you know what? Fine. You're sick from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to be trying to be. Look at those sick people over there. It's, it's their remember. their choice. They're, they made hair. their they made their bed. Now they're yeah. sick and lying. <laughs> <laughs> so there there you go. In any event, this this kid's got really long hair. And now let me ask you this, Ace Cosby. Hippie you, you you know more about uh, rock music than anybody in this room. Bad rock music. What? Not necessarily. <laughs> this is a fair. This is a fair question. What rock and roll performer, male, okay. has the longest hair you've ever seen? Or wig? Uh, back in the day, the guys in Nelson. They had the Nelson. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The, twins, the twins, the sons of Ricky Nelson. Yeah. They had wow. long hair. There you go. Past their ass. It was uh, close. Uh, close. Yeah. Did they, the guy from Faith No More, where it was his longer than Nelson's? No. It wasn't. Did okay. they make any music worth listening to? Like After the Rain? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I, it doesn't sound like he did. <laughs> the one guy went out in his own. You know what they called him? Mm-mm. Half Nelson. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Matthew and Gunner. Um, the... Uh, <laughs> The longest female would probably be, be, be the in the world of country music. Crystal Gale. Crystal Gale. Doesn't she have hair down sure. to the floor? Yeah. Those, Everywhere. Those, those, those are just her pubes. Yeah. <laughs> she likes to keep it that length. Of her <laughs> you know why? why? Because she's ashamed of the size of her. Uh, it's huge. Pardon me, honey. <laughs> Is it really? Uh, you can see it through a snowsuit? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a, a carrot. <laughs> playing hack. Carrot in the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, they did it. Their hair's down to here, like okay, here across being... the breast. Still, no, at the time, no, the can't. Nelson twins. Uh, you know, that's what the kids want. To <laughs> Say? Us to have long hair, boy. That screams music. That's, that's, uh, Aren't there a couple of uh, heavy metal guys that have super good, 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 good music? Uh, back in the day, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh well, all those eighty hair bands. How had... dare you say that name? 
Tom, would you would you, you explain it? I to went him? to see. Oh, you weren't. Yes. We, you we, we all we went all to see. I went to see Jesus Christ Superstar. We were all there. And yes. Sebastian Bach played Jesus, and I leaned yeah, over to did. someone. And I said, "You know something? I don't think I'd ever say this, but I hope they could crucify him at the end of the first act, so I could go home." It was. <laughs> he was horrible. We have more of the Bob and Tom Show coming up for you on a Friday. Ms. Pat in a segment is coming up for you next. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back on a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. We've got a segment here with Ms. Pat talking about her new uh, show that's uh, she plays a judge let's get the details here's tom griswold with our very special guest thank you very much it's uh, a, a legend uh, on this show and a good friend and everywhere else too I think. and it's starting to happen she is ms pat hi pat Good morning. How are you? Just fine. Turn my mic up. I can hear myself a little bit. Thank you, baby. Okay. <laughs> um, Them a step right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's Willie G. Yeah, but he, I'm your stepmama. You don't know it. <laughs> well, uh, Only black your daddy ever been with. <laughs> 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 I can say that he can't. <laughs> and we're off. Yes, I, the other, only other black thing I've ever been in was my Jeep Grand Cherokee. <laughs> yeah. Now you in a big black one. A BMW. <laughs> oh, the, the, the letters are almost <laughs> Ms. Pat, now can we talk about the fact that you have a, a reality show coming? Uh, that's with. A, I know about this because someone on the jury, I happen to know, it's sort of like a Judge Judy, but it's going to be you as the judge, right? Yes, yes. You really can't talk about it, but I'll talk about because I love you guys. Um, it's coming out in a few months. Uh, it's, I'm a judge. It's Called, I'm a judge, Miss Pat. Is this wow. called Judge Miss Pat? Or no, just I'm judge not Pat? gonna give you the name of okay. it. Okay, but I'm a judge, and it is funny. It is funny, and it's real though. You you have to be the judge, and I know on the, all those shows, typically there's a disclaimer saying that the people who are here are here with real cases, and they have signed off and agreed this judgment is going to stick. Well, when they first asked me to do it, I created a show for somebody else, and then the network was like, "Uh, why don't you do it?" And I was like, "I don't want to be no judge. I'm a convicted felon." <laughs> I hate judges. <laughs> they ain't never did nothing nice for me. <laughs> and so they was like, but you have an audience here, and I think people will really like it. So I gave it a try, and nobody told me that the the show, the money was real and the cases was real. So I mean, I said, you, they, they were sued for 5000 Get an extra 2000 <laughs> And they was like, uh, can we speak to you for a minute? And I'm like, what? They was like, you messing up the budget. What budget? And so I said, this real? Because <laughs> wow. you had cases where people was really crying. I said, these Aww. people are really good actors. Oh. Because I didn't know. Wow. Nobody explained it to me. They just gave me a job. Wow. And I didn't ask no questions as long as the check's clear. Nice. You sentenced three people to death. <laughs> By mistake. Yeah. Yes. What else is new in your life? You've got... Uh... Uh, you've got two TV shows. Yes, and you're going on a stand-up comedy tour. Yeah, you've got a. You've had a. Your book's been out for what a decade now. That was you wrote that a long time ago. I, I just recently got a new book deal. It hasn't been announced yet because we haven't named the book, but I'm working on another book. Oh, very nice. nice. Your last book is called what? Rabbit. Rabbit. Well, maybe you can call this one Ms. Pat. <laughs> maybe we'll hasn't see. Hasn't been taken yet, has it? No, it hasn't. Okay, have you started to write the book? Yeah, we we already writing it. What's it about? It's a bunch of essays of my life. So things that had happened since the first book. Great. And you, you mentioned that you're a convicted felon. 
Yeah, I am. You want to give a little background on that? I think they already know I used to sell cracking cocaine and, yeah, and you, shoot you, people you, and forge white people checks. <laughs> <laughs> you sold cracking cocaine, but you were not a user. Never. Never. Yeah, well. I, I don't use anything uh, I sell. That's why I never sold Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I love oh, Chick-fil-A. I believe in the, the 10 I got a gay daughter and I love Chick-fil-A. Sure. <laughs> I have gay friends who love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. And some good. things are just better than uh... I told my daughter, tell your people to leave my good Christian people the hell alone. <laughs> yes. You say my pleasure and you'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the Chick-fil-A. Hell yeah. Uh, Finest customer service there is. Oh, they got it down, that drive through mm-hmm. They got they, it down. Nobody can do it like them. Everybody try to imitate them. The only person I see with the same type of uh, customer service is the Disney crews. They got it down. Oh, oh they, really? they have to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got it down. They got a new boat, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to book it now. You want to go with me? You want to go with your stepmama? I want to go so bad. I mean, oh, yeah. you hear that, Tom? See, the three of you reconnect. <laughs> yes. oh, bring all the As white babies and I bring all the black babies. <laughs> I want the three of us to walk around and people look at us and go, what the hell is this crew? How did they find each other? Hi, I'm your Captain Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> now, Pat, in your career as a stand-up, have you ever done the ships? No. Never wanted to. But you took a Disney cruise. Yeah, I took a Disney cruise yeah, a couple of years ago. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it was great. It was it was awesome. So I'm I'm thinking about taking one next year in December. I'll be done with my house. So your house isn't finished? No. Oh, you wanna talk? Yeah. No. <laughs> are you still are you you still building? It took him three years. How long have you been building? A two. See? But well, he had a contractor. I don't have a contractor. Oh. You're doing it? Yeah, I'm doing it. Oh, good luck. All by myself. Oh, good luck. I sure? made a few mistakes. Hey, the shower, and, the shower that I bought four years ago just was installed yesterday. Really? Really? Man, <laughs> who's your contractor? Why are you so slow? It's his best friend too. <laughs> oh, you maybe you've heard him, Bang Brothers uh, Construction. <laughs> There's their parts issues out there. So, uh, you're you are you living in the house you're building? No, I'm living around the corner from the house I'm building. But I'm about to move in. I, I had a few few bumps and grooves along the way because I, I didn't. I, one thing, the house started off at ten thousand square feet. Now it's seventeen thousand square feet. Holy so it just kept getting bigger, and I just kept changing stuff. So a lot of it was on me. Okay. Um, don't you have a? I heard something about a doghouse. I do. I have a, a six hundred, eight hundred square foot doghouse. And is this? Uh, off site i mean is it or it, it's on the same property and yeah it's okay re- it's so like it's a not like house. a kennel this is where your dogs go live yeah well it's kind of like a kennel but they have air conditioned washing machine refrigerator a washing machine cable tv well, they know. have cable do they let's be honest this is your husband's <laughs> He's out there. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> is, is, there a, is there a bed out there in case he wants to sleep with the doggies? It's a couch out there. <laughs> so he can truly be in the doghouse. So it's his man cave. Yeah. Does, he, does he ever come on the set when you're shooting your TV shows to watch? Uh, every night. He don't really like to. So I don't really invite him. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Well, with the with the Miss Pat show, the show is so uh, me and the daddy is really like marriage, and we really be kissing. I was like, I'm not coming to watch that crap. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there? Is that channel still out there? Wasn't there a 
Christy, remember this news story? There yeah, was there's a, a dog channel out is there. Is the dog channel still yeah. out there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can put it on for your dogs. Squirrels and things. Yeah, yeah. you can choose no what kidding. programs mm-hmm. they want to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paw Patrol, Dog the Bounty Hunter, all the dogs. <laughs> <Yeah. guys. laughs> That sounds great. Why don't we uh, go back to the news desk with Christy Lee and see what Ms. Pattis say about whatever you got over there. You're not going to like this one. A village in Japan dealing with a messy situation. Foreign visitors appear to be unaware of how to properly use the town's public restrooms. Oh, yeah? Leading to problems with fecal material hitting the floor. Uh, the oh, so- I thought it would be the fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The so-called squat-style toilets require the user to face the wall with their backs to the stall door. Well, no wonder. Squat down and aim so that everything falls directly into the bowl. Now, isn't that what the way they are overseas? Am I, or am I just an ugly American? This is in Japan. Okay. Uh, I had to use one of these in Korea. There yeah, were a couple yeah. places. Thing, still, right? They yeah. do yeah. it in China, too. Yeah, it's just a is, is there a sign yeah. saying yes. reverse? Using, yes. So, using so you open the door, you walk in, but you don't turn around and sit, right? What? There's wait, no in toilet. this case, right. It, you, wait. What'd you just say? So you're, face, you're not facing the stall door. No, you, right. turn, no, you face the back of well, the, the stall. Because it's just a hole, you can face anywhere you want. Nope. Where using you want, the toilets right? like a Western-style toilet chick you increases the, the chances of fecal meta- uh, material sliding down the bowl and onto the floor. Hmm. Kyoto officials oh. last year posted guidelines in the city's bathrooms on how to evacuate properly, but apparently foreign travelers still haven't grasped the concept so you gotta aim your turret now mm-hmm. you do have to <laughs> aim your turret thank you <laughs> that's rough for me sometimes i have a hard time really even with standard toilets <laughs> you got to engage your quads your uh, hamstrings uh, what you gotta do all. when you gotta shake and break <laughs> i think that's part of the problem actually i think with to some foreign travelers, just squatting would be an issue because it'd be very hard to get all the way down in that position. Uh, look at me. People. I can't I'm not squat. looking at you. <laughs> I can't squat. Also, aren't you barefoot? That'd be the worst thing. Not barefoot, are yeah, you? It's Japan. Take your shoes off everywhere you go. Uh, you, you have to you take can't. your pants all the way off That's to right. do this? I would think. Not all the way. Well, yeah. All the way to your ankles. No, because when you squat, you go, you lean away from. What? No, then you fall in. What if it got a curve and it fall in your underwear? Uh, (laughs) That could be a problem, I would think, yeah. (laughs) I can't see me and Chick doing this. (laughs) <laughs> Me, chicken, you would never make it. I don't know why I'm being dragged <laughs> into <laughs> On the Bob and Tom Show next hour, you want to come back for Drew Powell. He'll be on the show. Come on back for that. In the meantime, Christie's daughter, Sophie, is on the show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show on a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Hope you're having a nice morning so far. Well, Christie's daughter Sophie stopped by the studio one morning. Let's get that and another phone call from Donnie Baker's on the way. There's Josh Arnold. There's Ace Cosby manning the track phone hotline hot phone. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. I'm Chick McGee. And Tom, we have a very special guest in the studio. (laughs) Christie, of course, has two daughters, Mm -hmm. um, Ava and... And uh, Beva. Mm-hmm. One of them she loves very much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to do a big reveal 
<laughs> right. No, it's Sophie. She's yes. right over here. Hi, Sophie. How Hello. are you? Hello. I'm great. I got to hear my mom talk about adult toys at 7 in the morning. It's just the greatest way to start your day. <laughs> well, let's see. Oh, that was the, the group that was fighting over the... Yeah, uh, the man the and the woman toy. fighting over the sex toy. Yep. And she was actually arrested. Yeah. Do they, have, do, they have to, do they have to take that sex toy then and put it in evidence? I would think. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine being a judge? You're having a pretty rough day. All of a sudden, someone walks out with a giant dildo and a baggie holding it with <laughs> giant tongs. All right, now what? <laughs> Send them both to jail. I got a busy day. Hundreds of thousands of uh, sex toys in evidence, probably all across the country. Yeah, yeah they probably sure. are. Probably. probably somebody killed somebody with a sex toy, I bet. Really? They hit them over the head with it? Sure. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, yeah. I bet Poke them in the eye. Yeah, that'll take you out. Skulls are delicate, uh, delicate flower, Tom. Use beads <laughs> like nunchucks. <laughs> I regret bringing this up again. <laughs> no, I, you see, I, it, the silences. We're all thinking, what would what would that be like as a movie? What kind of uh, death would be death by sex toy? Yeah, what would the? There's your title. I'd go see that. Death by sex toy. The sex toy murders. I think it would be a little more specific. Oh, oh you yeah. would because you no, it'd be like don't it know how to name like things. The dildo of death. Mm, I see. You know, there'd be a serial dildo killer. <laughs> <laughs> sex toy story. Teen with the mad shatter. There, there we go. go. Yeah, that's where we found a way to bring it. Yes, he did. Sophie is uh, currently a college student. President of a radio club. Very vice good. president. Don't give oh, me too sorry, much credit. Oh, sorry. Vice president. Oh, <laughs> oh, what a sweet mom. That's such a sweet mom thing to do. <laughs> Uh, lie for her? Right. <laughs> That's so sweet. We're going to uh, be playing uh, another round of this game. We're also going to have her doing a uh, a couple of uh, news stories because do you read uh, news on your uh, college radio station? Uh, occasionally, yes. We have a newspaper for our college, so sometimes I'll read the top stories on that. Well, we looked through some and gave you a couple that are too offensive, which we'll get to in, apparently in just a second. <laughs> You interrupt her. Never mind. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie. How are you? It's going to be awkward. Hey, Sophie. Hello. I'm reading this book your mom gave me called How to Be a Good Parent. <laughs> I just want to make sure a little sin with you grows up to be well-rounded, you know? Yes, yeah. And I put a baby in her, so i got to step up. <laughs> and the fact remains, if you want to make it in today's world, I'm learning this book, you need way more than just good looks and smarts. Yeah? Okay. I mean, look at me and my success you know over four thousand speedy points and i never thought i'd be into crypto this early (laughs) this book's got a bunch of pop quizzes to see if your kid's going to grow up to be a success or just a jerk Uh so parents take notes and play along at home um question one did you give your child a jerk name Because this book says what you name your kid is going to be the biggest factor in this equation. I mean, when's the last time you met a brain surgeon named Wade or Skeeter, you know? (laughs) Or an astronaut named Tristan. (laughs) I mean, there's always exemptions to rules, but the fact remains, if your child is named any of the following names like Dakota, Skylar, Aiden, Braden, or... Kanye, then your kid's definitely going to be a natural-born jerk. <laughs> I mean, if Kanye's even his real name, it's probably something like Craig Jones. Oh, and if you named your kid after a car like Mercedes or Lexus, you're raising a stripper. You know? <laughs> if you name your kid Ashley with an I, and you dot the I with a little heart, she's not only going to be a stripper, but she'll be squirting out kids by the time she's 19. <laughs> 
probably have more babies than an unemployed possum. <laughs> oh, and if you name your kid something like Nevaeh, you don't have to tell us it's heaven spelled backwards every time, Crystal, with a K. And nobody cares you gave your two weeks of cricket, neither. Oh, you should have named her Rema, because that's number spelled backwards, and that's probably how she's going to make her living anyway. <laughs> In question two, how many times have you hugged your kid over the last year? Because you don't hug them enough. You'll have yourself a stripper or a rapper. Or worse yet, a rapping stripper like Cardi B. <laughs> but on the flip side, if you hug them too much, you'll get yourself a Johnny Manziel or a Craig Jones. So that's pretty much it. The key to having a cool kid is to give them a cool name like Woofy or Sophie. Yeah. And teach them how to change a tire, how to grill a steak good, yeah. and explain to them why Leonard Skinner is the greatest band ever invented. <laughs> then just, you know... Hug him every other weekend and on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Donnie Baker, and I approve this message. Thank you, Donnie. Keep up thank the you. good work, Sophie. Oh, thank okay. you. No, that's great. Thank you, Donnie. Very, very good. Now, very uh, informative. Okay, now, we, now, we gave uh, Sophie a, uh, a a news story to read. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, okay, I have go. two. Which one did you want? I, I forget which we gave you. So okay. Daylight Savings Time and... Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, do the Daylight Savings, because this one's... there's. I've got questions. Put All it right. that way. Okay, making daylight saving permanent could save more than 30,000 deer every year. Really? A new study suggests that making daylight savings permanent could significantly reduce the number of collisions with deer that occur every year. The research estimated that over 36,000 deer deaths, 33 human deaths, and over 2,000 human injuries could be prevented annually by stopping the switch from daylight saving to standard time in the autumn. Okay, so I have to interrupt. So they know what time it is? I assume that... Uh, the deer? Yeah. It's got to be traffic patterns. Uh, yes, and right. Yeah. 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 yeah, but then from the big picture standpoint, there are a lot of problems. This, this. Well, do we need more deer? Well, see, that's <laughs> is it this precise. Kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like so a... if there are 30,000 more deer every year the first year, the second year they're going to be a lot more yeah, deer. a lot and, more deer. I mean, so then we're, I suppose we could institute a permanent hunting season, but uh, for, I don't know. Uh this would save a lot of money in, in uh, body shop work. Yeah. Well, that in human lives, yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. But mm. so why is that? So because... It has to be light and dark. I, I don't know. More people are out when it's darker, when it's daylight savings time. Hmm. Does that make sense? Because people will now be... When people are driving in to work It'll now, be dark. It'll be a little bit lighter. It would be lighter. Lighter. So oh. They so, don't hit the deer? Are they hitting the deer in the afternoon? I don't know. It doesn't explain there it. There are some what, natural things involved, too, right? No, the deer know what time it is. You haven't seen they wear a little worse watches around there? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't Lots seen the hoofs? <laughs> so, but the, the real positive benefit I'm sorry, of this I was is trying to have fun. There'll, <laughs> be, there'll be fewer. I didn't know we are going to have a round table about <laughs> daylight savings. No, I can't figure out the connection. Help me with this. I can't believe the article doesn't explain. Well, I'm sure it probably what kind did. What half-assed article is this? Mm -hmm. It seems like it's almost been edited and their important stuff has been cut out of it. There yeah. could also be natural reasons, too. The the wolves do something differently. The coyotes. Yeah. The, the, what about Bigfoot? Natural... What about Bigfoot? Sasquatch gets thrown off by the uh, time right. changes. Let he, me look at he's this. He's going to be it early says, and or late. It says scientists were surprised at the magnitude of the results. Um, researchers previously thought deer collision numbers might balance out more evenly with a later sunrise and an earlier sunset. 
So does that help anybody understand no. this? Mm-mm. Well, it helps explain that it's more collision-based mm-hmm. than it is. When peak traffic volumes shift to after sunset following the transition from daylight savings to standard time, there is a 16%, 16% spike in collisions the week following. So that is the reason, because of the more okay. people are driving when it's dark at night and the evening. Because it gets darker earlier. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, who's hit a deer in the room? Oh, uh, hi, Pat. Twice. 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. I have just kind of nicked it, grazed him. Oh. Yeah, I've, I've hit one once. Thirty-five hundred dollars damage to the car, though. Wow. wow. Yeah. My brother hit one in a Corvette. Yikes! What was the deer doing in a Corvette? Yeah. Well, you're trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> that is one uh, successful deer. Well, they, 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 they sort of slide slide up into the windshield. See now in my brain, I see a deer driving a Corvette sure with his antlers. Isn't that fun? Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have the you gotta, yeah. have, the, right you gotta have the t-top. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Doe baby? Doe baby, hey. definitely gotta watch. He's got the Rolex. And, I, and not yeah. to get too boring, isn't there actually a movement right now to to either eliminate daylight savings time or yes, it every passed year it comes in the up. Senate. Perpetuate it. Yeah, it passed okay. in the Senate, but is not passed in the House. Okay, so. all right. So uh, weird. All right. Well, I just think it's either great news for hunters or maybe extend the hunting season. Would that help? Possibly. I don't know too much about the. Uh, Have you ever hit one? Ever gotten come close? Yes, I came close. I slammed on the brakes and I stopped about ten feet from the deer. And I'm not kidding. The deer looked at me and fell down. <laughs> I was like, he's trying to get me in trouble. Like my brothers used to do. He's like LeBron looking for a penalty. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> then he stands up and holds with both hoofs out. What the hell? You, you got you got the flopping deer. Yes, I I'm did. In soccer. And, uh, 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 Pat, I know yeah. we're not going to play this right now, but on your new album, you have a, a tribute in a way to one of the most famous uh, deer oh, songs out yeah, there. Yeah. It's a great Christmas song. We'll be playing that coming up. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Oh dear. It involves Donnie would love it. It involves strippers. Yeah. Oh, and, that's um, right. It does. And uh, deer and uh, and doing the right thing. It's a sweet, sweet doing song. the right. <laughs> hey, you're right. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's about doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh, well, Sophie, it's been great having you in here. Get out. Yeah, thank I, you so much. I understand you're you hired. have you have to go to uh, an, a, an a dentist appointment. Yes. Oh. We have the same dentist. Oh, so. yeah. oh really? Yeah, he's wow. going to see Dr. Alex. I was just there on Tuesday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, a, a real quick story. We had a news story about um, the most important, or no, that's not the word, of the, the, uh, the best smells, of smells that bring back. Oh. Yeah, and I would nominate for the worst smell yeah, yeah. is when they're grinding one of your teeth. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that smell of burning flesh. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And it's that whatever. loud whistle. Yeah, oh, I, I experienced that on Tuesday. But thank you, Doctor. He did a very nice job, and all is well with my mouth well, now. Good. Good. But well, uh, thank you know. God it didn't affect your speech. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, Dick. My dentist is so I hate everything about it. The sounds and the weird uh, smells, and he's got his hand on my penis. It's all very, very uncomfortable. I wake up naked. I yeah. have the same experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. That's all a part of painless dentistry. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Oh. So right now, I want to do a little quiz. And I'm, I'm going to show you how smart your mom is, Sophie. No, oh, I already know. She's well, the smartest person I know. Oh, listen to that. Oh, you got to get out more. This <laughs> What's happening? Coming up on this Friday morning, another segment with actor Drew Powell. He's coming up in just a couple of minutes here on The Bob and Tom Show.
This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back on a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking. Again, the gang is back in here live on Monday morning, next Monday morning, January the 8th. We've got a segment here, another segment with a fine actor, Drew Powell, in studio. Here's Tom with our special guest from Hollywood. Yeah, Look at that. Yeah, Look at yeah, that. Yeah, the yeah. handsome factor in this room just went way up. Hi. No, I was referring to Ace. Ace. He's actor Drew Powell. Uh, Drew, I, I have to defend myself here. Um, we've been talking about various aspects of things, and uh, mm. no, I was asking if there was any any more co- any codes out there with respect to uh, you know like jewelry or anything like that. And I mentioned this article I had read about that it's apparently become a big fashion thing now to have your keys hanging from your belt loop. <laughs> uh-huh. And what yeah. do you think of when you see that? A janitor. A janitor. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, well, uh, I've always dressed like a janitor. Why stop now? <laughs> right. Um, but uh, this is an article from the Wall Street Journal. Um, it says, it it reads, as confidences why flaunting your keys is a hot menswear trend. Hmm. Oh, Lord. And I mentioned that this started apparently... In the lesbian community, and uh, that's what it says here. It, it it says it can be traced back to 1950s bikers who strapped walls to chains, and since the 1970s, members of the lesbian community have clipped key rings and carabiners to belt loops to subtly telegraph their preferences. Who knew? I, I wasn't aware of that. I had no idea. So that's the whole thing about a code. You don't know until you know the code. In retrospect, when I think about any uh, female I had seen with a, um, keys on the belt... That makes sense now. But it's okay. I mean, it's fine. I'm yeah. just saying. But now, apparently, this is a men's fashion trend. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I'm going to pick up on it. Oh, that's perfect for you. Really? I mean, do you have How an issue? Many do you have a big, do you yeah. Have? Do you have a big key? Well, that's the problem. These key fobs are so big. Um, you know, they're. What? You don't have. Well, this thing. It's, it's, we a, don't... it's annoying having this in my pocket. What? This big. <laughs> oh, that's your your remote for you your mean car? Your car? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't like carrying that thing around in my pocket. I, you would really like, you just get a little clip, you put it on your belt, you'll love it, man. You'll like having your keys out. And I might get mistaken for like a lesbian. That would be... Oh, Wouldn't be Lord. the first time. Yeah. Well, I'm awfully flat-chested, no ass. I don't know, pictures of you in the 80s, I see it, I get it. That sort of light blonde hair going back. You kind of had that look back then. You know, there's, there's no way saying that you can actually do this, Tom, but um, cars coming out now, you can uh, program your iPhone to unlock your car. Yeah, for you. you don't have to carry yeah. it. I may have to get a new car. Then. You don't have to carry it. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that how your car works? Yeah. How do you valet park it, then? Uh, there's a key inside, but there is a valet setting you can put it in. So. You don't have to give them your phone? No. <laughs> That'd be... <laughs> no, they, oddly enough, they thought about something that you thought you did and would have to tell them about. No, that's not the case. <laughs> You're going to give a 19-year-old your phone, aren't you? You're going to valet your car with your phone exactly. and go, here you go, Eric, take care of this. If I get any calls, I'll be in. <laughs> now, how old is your son? He's at 12. Now, what is your philosophy on uh, your iPhone? If you go to a restaurant, do you hand him your phone? No, no. He Well, now he's old enough to have his own phone. Right. But, uh, at 12? Yeah. yeah. He has his own phone? Yeah. No social media or anything, but he has he has a phone. And and it's almost exclusively to watch the, you know, to look at the ESPN app. And then maybe a video game or two. But You know, is there anything on your phone that he might find disturbing? <laughs> your phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that you, if you think I gave Powell my phone number, <laughs> you're mistaken. He, he calls Jessica. Yeah, exactly. Forwards it to me. It's so weird. But every time I call him, there's some uh, some uh, lesbian answers the phone. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's a dicey one because, you know, especially being in this business, I'm on this way more than I want to be. And, you know, now there's a whole new social media app, this Threads thing yeah. going on. So, are you on that yet? I am, yeah. Only because they made it so easy. I mean, Everybody, yeah. Yeah. Instagram, boom, Brilliant. you're there. Yeah. But it's, 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 uh, you know, it's a scourge. I'm going to keep him off social media as long as I possibly can. I'm thinking like 25, 30 okay. years old. All right. All right. Well, the, um, it's time for us to move forward. Uh, do we have any more sports? Well, we've got this, I guess. This is from the uh, Tom Griswold Institute. A group of oldsters have broken the Guinness World Record. Oh, gee, many. I didn't realize it was one of these. Stupid <laughs> World Record. Oldsters. Guinness, Guinness World Record. I, I, let me just for the longest. myself. It, it had uh, senior citizens. Yeah. And I hate that phrase. I yeah, can't just say people over 43. I know. Senior <laughs> citizens. <laughs> <laughs> the longest Ouch. running. So you think oldster sounds better than senior citizens? I put older. What did I put? Old folks? Old folks. Yeah, senior oh. citizens old sounds folks. like. Only sounds because like, Little Feet. Uh, little Feet write Old Folks Boogie or who? Oh, yeah. yeah. It sounds yeah. like yeah. some song. I love you. That song. Yeah, that's yeah. why you no, use I, old folks. I, Senior yeah. citizens sounds like there's some kind of militia. <laughs> you know, well, you know, the senior citizens brigade is the marching today and they're old people it's a sweet story it's... sadler elementary school's kindergarten class of 1938 earned the record after reuniting for 83 consecutive years Isn't that a great story <laughs> who in the hell do you know they all were i mean did they all well, they those all that are left. Oh, okay. So Sadler. every year that kindergarten class got together. For the last 83 years, the kindergarten class has had a reunion. How great is that? It's pretty cool. But it doesn't say how many people participated in the reunion. Or down to two. Sadler graduate <laughs> Porter, Porter, <laughs> Porter Davis, hey Porter, said there's a group of eight that have kept oh, in touch eight. over the years and attend most of the reunions. Oh, well. Eight. Well, that sounds like a on. friend group. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hang on. Let's see. Ready? Uh, there's a group of eight. That have kept in touch over the years and attend most of the reunions. Yeah, so not all of them. Keep going. This is a fun story. You're just then ruining it. Then there are you got others. our guest helping to ruin it now. Then there are others that get the bug for socializing and start to attend. The most memorable union, reunion, June 29th, 2021, when the classmates were celebrating 88th birthdays along with the 83rd reunion at... Uh, Ollie's Waffle Shop, Ole's Waffle Shop, and they're all looking forward to the 84th reunion. Well, so they look forward to the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> Every day's a victory. There's still, the, there's still the guy in his 90s that eats paste. Hey, remember when Mondor used to eat paste? What a loser. Isn't that a happy story? Yeah, well, it, I bet they have a nice time. Okay, yeah. let's do the math. So it's 84 years. How old are these people? They were they're all, in their 90s. Yeah, five years, For the most part, six years old. When if you they were five in kindergarten, yeah. yeah, they're all hitting 90. That's impressive. Yeah, Porter said the group is now in their 90s, and one classmate has passed away while two others are ill. One? That's it? That's it? Well, of that eight. Of the eight? Sounds like. Mm-hmm. The it's other sixty-seven. What it's a like, mess this is! I'm <laughs> doing a dissertation on this. this is. So we're illiterate. I <laughs> thought <laughs> was a fun story. Not yeah. only are we stupid, but you think you can lie to us. This is not even a. a it doesn't make. It's a Guinness World Record. No, it shouldn't be. It, 
Not, not everybody yeah, what, attended. What exactly is the record? Exactly. That's a pretty loose record. It's a group of friends meets casually almost every year. Is that the record? For 80, <laughs> 83, 83 yeah, years. Here's your world. plaque. For almost 83 no, years. Almost a Drew Powell. A Drew Powell. Uh, where'd, you go to <laughs> where'd you go to elementary school? I went to Central Elementary School in Lebanon, Indiana. Okay. Can you know the fight song? We didn't have one, uh, but I did recently find a picture of our fifth grade basketball team with the shortest shorts and the most generic tank tops you've ever seen. I'm going <laughs> to pull that up for you because it is it is gold, baby. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, Central I mean, Stars. Would it be fun to have an elementary school reunion? Well, <laughs> I'd, go, I'd go to that. Sure. I mean, I actually kind of had one. I went and played golf with my buddy the other day, and there was a whole bunch of uh, people that were at Central with me all together. Wow. And we were at a a country club in the town, and they were having the, what, a 50th high school reunion there. So the class of uh, 73. Is that the right math? Huh, okay. But I'd be much more interested in an elementary school reunion, because I have no idea where those people are. Mm. You know what the hell's Marlene Klein doing? I hope she looks as hot as she did in sixth grade. <laughs> I'm sure she. Weird does. age to pick. Weird age to pick. Yeah. Sixth grade. <laughs> Holly, no, no, no. You, you haven't seen pictures. Holly Williams is an absolute knockout. Marlene and Marlon Perkins, same guy. <laughs> same guy. You <laughs> <laughs> can't tell them apart. Uh, hmm. uh, so w- you didn't stay friends with all those with the girls when you went to guys high school? No, I've known. I don't know where anyone from my. The only one oh, I, that makes a little more because yeah. the, the only funny one, and I won't give her full name. This is a true story. I had to have a oh. uh, medical procedure when I was in my early twenties. Oh God! Involving um, my urinary tract. Oh, that's in your wiener. Yeah. Yeah, and they had to uh, uh, they had to uh, put a camera in there on a tube. And Back then it was Polaroided. That must have been rough. Yeah, well, yeah. no, not was Polaroid. The thing was the size of a fire hose. You know, now now they've got them there smaller than a straw. But back in those days, yeah, they were kind of clunky. And I, it, but I walked out. I, I was rolled into the operating theater, and it was in fact a theater. It had the big screen TVs and the stands and everything, at a major medical facility. And the uh, doctor, as a, as he as I'm in, there, he goes, "Hey, would you mind if I brought in a medical school class?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course, I'm not going to say no. So he brings in the medical school class, and one of the soon-to-be physicians was Ann, some, some, some from my um, elementary school. Oh, that was a weird thing to say. You know, hey, hi, Ann. I haven't seen you in many years. Have you? This is my penis. Uh, <laughs> as you can see, it's the Your size thoughts? of a thimble because of the <laughs> hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the. But that's the only person from my. Uh, See, when I went to school, I, I went to high school with a bunch of people. I went to elementary school with everybody just kind of matriculated, if you will. Only, along. only two. Huh. One of them is a distinguished college professor at the University of Illinois. Oh, I haven't, so I haven't talked you, to him in Did you guys, years. we got a, we got this, uh, a, a sex talk in fifth grade. Did you guys get that? Oh, yeah. With Miss yeah. Custer. Sure. My gym teacher took me into yeah. the shower. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, what are you talking about? Fifth grade. Wait a minute. Wow. <laughs> you got a private one? How lucky. <laughs> Mine was by Mr. Fisher, who had a shock of white hair, those uh, dark framed glasses, like the Buddy Holly glasses, like a, just a couple of mountains of dandruff on either shoulder. <laughs> and uh, this was the entirety of the sex talk. Boys, pretty soon you're going to get hair in places you never thought you'd have hair. 
All right, anyway, uh, do the, who's doing the film strip? <laughs> right. well, th- think about it from his perspective. That's the... That's, oh, yeah. That, between that and the, the people who teach kids to drive, uh, Nobel Prizes around them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's usually the same guy, by the way. It is. 100% it is. Absolutely. Yeah, drivers. God yeah, yeah, God bless the people helping our youngsters learn to drive. Thank you very much. And if people can't see you, I, I want to explain. You, you do have, as I pointed out, you once portrayed... Haas Cartwright. God dang it, Paul. But I mean you you're a big guy. Uh, you, yes, you, once indeed. again you look you look Everywhere. like you look like you could you could be a <laughs> lineman in the NFL. Thank you. Um yes, I have played it uh, played a lineman many times on television and in the movies. What's the most uh, against type thing you've ever played? Oh, I played a uh a gay cowboy. In uh in He's a, at against type. Mountain? <laughs> against type. <laughs> 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 that wasn't that neat. Come on. Lighten up, McGee. I'm having fun. Lighten up, McGee. I want that T-shirt. <laughs> uh, no, with, in, with RuPaul. He had a show on Netflix called AJ and the Queen. And it was really funny because, uh, you know, there was, uh, it was, they cast <laughs> as these two gay cowboys, two straight guys, which on purpose. I mean, it was, uh, the guy from Sex and the City was a producer, uh, Michael, and, and Adam Shankman was the director. And these, all these guys are kind of, you know, gay icons in the industry and really talented and awesome. <laughs> and I, and I, they cast us. And I remember one of my things was I had this mac and cheese that was really special it had like four cheeses in it and it was because he, he was he was from arkansas and uh but at one point adam came up to me he's like oh on this thing um because there's a snake involved he's like i want you to clutch your pearls it's like well you mean like like yeah and so he's like see let me see if you can do it and i was like <gasps> and he's like oh no that's terrible <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible. Like, oh, no no wait i can do better i can do it <gasps> no 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 you're good we're good <laughs> i was so offended <laughs> So, yeah, they, I've no. been I've been working ever since on. <gasps> that was good. Thank you. Thank you. That was, that was nice. Thank you. Uh, we are. Um, I don't think uh, I've ever clutched my pearls. <laughs> hmm. so you're, not a, you're not a gay man. Well, that's women true. can clutch their pearls yeah, too. In fact, it started that way. I think, yeah, that, that's where it started. <laughs> I think it'd be. Yeah, oh, that's I mean, good. I, that was good. It's like yeah, gay men and Barbara Bush. That's who clutches their pearls. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> together. And Barbara Billingsley. I was just going to say, wore... Barbara Billingsley from Leave yes, It to Beaver. Of course. Oh. Always, Famous. Always wore pearls because she had Indi- some... Indiana? Is she from Indiana? I think she... And by the way, did she ever say, Ward, you were a little hard on the beaver last night? Has she ever, she ever <laughs> said that? I don't think she actually ever said it. Come on. Yeah, you know what? There Must is a chance be. she did. There is a definite sad. chance. It's sad that she hasn't, but I would like to hear that if she did. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, we need to uh, segue over that way and check in with the new scene with Christy yeah. Lee. Oh, wait, we have well, another no, world no, record, yeah, I think. Yeah. We? Can't, we can't get away from this Stupid one. world <laughs> yeah. Good luck, everybody. All right. David Rush has broken the Guinness World Record for the heaviest weight past Hand to hand, one hundred times. Oh, so he, this is—he's he done this. Doing this, evidently, yes, doing no, it. no time limit on this. Following his fastest to move weight, move weight series, David mm-hmm. broke the latest record mm-hmm. with a hundred thirty point five pound weight, beating the previous record by nineteen pounds. There's no time limit. Challengers cannot rest the weight on anything or hold the weight with two hands. He's previously broken the Guinness World Record for the fastest time to pass 20, 40, 60, and 80-pound weight hand-to-hand 100 times. So that's the record, I guess. Yeah, these don't take any finesse. I like the ones where he's juggling and you know, throwing up, juggling a live chainsaw on him. 
you know, something on fire. This I went to Golden Corral once, and after that, I passed about six pounds <laughs> of weight. <laughs> the Golden Corral. We, we used to have no, a Ponderosa. It's just Golden Corral. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, my, many apologies. <laughs> we, yeah, Ponderosa. We, we were a Ponderosa town in Lebanon. Yeah, yeah Ponderosa. Yep. <clears throat> well, now, uh, let's segue over to... Uh, and stupid another one? Oh, sorry. Record. The Snail Racing World Championships... <laughs> are still going on. <laughs> ...recently took place in Congum, England. Mm-hmm. C-O-N-G, Ham, where it was awarded a Guinness World Record as the longest-running... Humane Snail Racing World Championship. Have you ever been to the inhumane ones? <laughs> Way oh, more fun. The tiny whips. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. They, they got caught installing motors in them. <laughs> At the inhumane ones, they salt the roads. It's terrible. Oh. It really is cruel. Yeah. I know. <laughs> the race is uh, snails trying to cover a distance of 13 inches around a circular table. <laughs> this year, a snail named <laughs> Evie... Oh, yeah. Won the competition with a time of 7 minutes, 24 seconds. Can you imagine doing the play-by-play for that? It's like a rain delay. <laughs> and they're off. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> However, the world record is uh, 22 seconds set back by a, wow. a, a snail named Archie in 1995. They laid a little cocaine on the table that day. <laughs> <laughs> I think this loses a little in the uh, translation. The top prize in the race is a tankard of lettuce. <laughs> it's a tanker. A tankard. A tankard is a uh, drink container. It's like a, a grog, a mug. Uh, I bet the snails tankard. love the lettuce. Oh yeah. So you fill that up with lettuce. Oh, oh it's for the snail. For the snail. Well, All proceeds, yeah, sure. Lettuce for the owner. <laughs> All proceeds from the event go to St. Andrew's Church in Congham. Okay. All right. Willie's favorite movie, uh, Turbo. Yeah, have you guys seen Turbo with Ryan Reynolds? I've not seen Turbo. Ryan Reynolds, Paul Giamatti is his older brother. He's a snail, but guys, get this. He wants to race in the Indianapolis 500. Now, what? You're asking, how can a snail race? Well, he gets infused with nitrous oxide so he can go fast. And cocaine? Just nitrous oxide. I gave it a shot. (laughs) I tried infusing myself with nitrous oxide. I just passed out in the parking lot at a fish concert. (laughs) Way less fun. I'm trying to find the the movie in which uh, you you portrayed a... uh a, a gay caballero? Uh, yeah, it's a TV show for Netflix, AJ and the Queen. Is it called Flaming Saddles? <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. Oh, here's what he's doing. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, yes, he, you've made the mistake we still make. <laughs> you thought he was having a conversation with you. Yeah. yeah. Don't you thought maybe he wanted to check. I've been here long enough to know better. <laughs> Gosh darn it. You are a When prompt. people ask you what you've done, you go, well, I, I uh, go in there and talk to the Bob and Tom show, but I've never really talked to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I've been talked at. We have more coming up on a Friday morning, a segment where Tom is annoyed. Coming up for you next. Stick around. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to more of the Bob and Tom Show on a Friday morning. This is Christopher speaking from the Bob and Tom Studios. Had a blast bringing some of the best of the Bob and Tom Show to you. Here's another segment where Tom... Is annoyed. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, chick. He's gonna have a he's gonna have a song this time. Yeah, right here. Let's do a song. Play a song. All right. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, good morning. Hi. There's Josh Arnold. <laughs> With a skeptical Christy Lee to my right. We'll see. We'll see. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Your hair looks exceptionally nice today, Christy. It does. Yeah. Well, thank you. You ever notice that whatever you say that to a woman, she goes, oh, this is the worst it's ever... What the hell? Oh, no, thank you very much. Your hair looks really sweet today. I bought a a new 
hair styling tool, if you will. Really? It's hmm. called a brush, and you're, you know, it's like you curl your hair. I literally curled my hair last night at uh, quarter till six by six thirty. It looked like this. So. I mean, you're not being. It's nice. called a brush. You're not being sarcastic. <laughs> it's actually a product called the, the brush. Yes, oh, it's okay. called the brush. <laughs> you would have thought, thought that had been trademarked. No, <laughs> it's like B period R period oh. U period oh, S period H yeah. period. Does anything else uh, curl your hair? What, curls oh, what your do toes? you mean? Oh, this is an, 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 a little oh, se- sexual innuendo. You know what I mean. Uh, well, I don't know, I mean as we know, uh, you know, we know you well enough to know there's no sexual in your innuendo. It's so no innuendo when it comes to me, baby. What gets you off? <laughs> <laughs> I the innuendo. I, see, this is why. This is why in the regular workplace you can't compliment anybody anymore. John, yeah. come on, man. These this, silly broads can't take a compliment. <laughs> this isn't a first date. Relax over there. <laughs> Is that something you ask on a first date? Yeah, we'll get you off, Brady. Really? <laughs> I don't care where your sister went to college. <laughs> I like to How talk hard about do I have to work? Then the waiter comes over. I go, she can't eat until she tells me what gets her off. <laughs> <laughs> then the waiter goes, well, she can't tell you to take the ball gag out of her mouth. Aww. And by the way, why is she cuffed to the chair? <laughs> okay, you can have the whole pizza, sir, but I think it's really necessary. On the trays. Oh, that waiter had a lot to say, didn't he? Yeah, he did. chatty waiter. Yeah. Uh, by way of um, not introducing sports here, all right. Which we're technically in the middle of. I won't take that personally. There was a request for a song from Mr. Godwin. Oh, really? I I believe it was from Mr. McGee. Oh, he said it's, uh, yes. Let's do it. Patty G just recorded his uh, television special, as they say. That was exciting in Sarasota, and uh, that's, we'll let you know when that's going to be aired. They said in the eighties. <laughs> what is it going to be on ABC, NBC, or CBS? Tom? Pat's television special. <laughs> what would you call it? Bob Hope introduced. I'd say comedy special. Yeah. Say, oh, it's his his new hour. They're it's, they're dropping yeah, his new hour. That's exactly what it is, though. You can't say it's a television special. It, yeah. That doesn't work it's anymore. Not, that's no, not what it's, it's just called a, anymore. Yeah. Tonight on NBC, right after Hollywood Palace, it's gonna be Pat Godwin and his new TV special. Oh, when's it dropping, Pat? Oh boy. I like the dropping thing. I hate that. It's this inside Hollywood a holes. <laughs> more record business. They, really. they get yeah. some, um, you know, five minutes of fame singer in there. When does the new album drop? It's like in the early days of MTV. Tell us about the video. Oh, who cares? Oh, now we don't know who he's mad at. No. Man. I'm mad at everybody. <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way. Well, you got to lighten up. <laughs> you got to chill out a little bit. Hey, we are excited for Pat's new special. Though. We are. Oh, it's a special. Oh, yeah. so, you're, oh, so the word special is okay. Yes, but television is not. Okay, so it's the new video. No, no it's the no, new special. It's just the new special. You've got a big problem where we tell you something, and instead of listening, you get mad at the word drop, or you get mad that we included it. It's just a special. That's what you To you me, say. the special is my, my old boat. What? what was it? It was called the special. <laughs> the Johnny, the Johnny special. But you had a boat called the Johnny special. Yeah. That Would is you awesome. come in to the, the kitchen on a summer day at the lake and go, "Mommy, can we take the Johnny special?" Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you, did, I, I know you did. I don't know why I'm asking. I'm leaving. I can't, I can't take it. <laughs> Do you want to be friends with a man who had a boat called the Johnny special? No. 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 I want to beat him up. I have never told you guys about the Johnny special. No. I'm embarrassed. To no. be your son, the Johnny Special. I want to talk to my friends in the world of boating. The Johnny Special. We made it. We, we built it out of. We built it out of marine plywood, and it was a. It was a dinghy. Um, 
you could it, with we, it, with oars and the whole deal. But we, right. we made you it. You made your own boat. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Did like you, Gosling in the Notebook. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you and, paint Johnny Special on the side? Uh, my back, right? Even better. God, I wish I. Um, if my sister Jan is listening, she may have a picture. Of oh, it. Jan, please find oh, a picture. We had. Of this. We yeah. had. Um, What's it called? A jigsaw. We went to a shop and, and with a jigsaw made the letters oh my God. in wood, <laughs> and they were uh, glued and drilled into the side. And then you had to use you have to use marine plywood and all the stuff and special paint and wow. special glue, obviously. But I can remember the what do you call them? We had all the clamps and everything. It was so cool. Johnny special. You know who else is? I, I, I mean, building it. boats is great. I mean, classic wooden boats oh. are the best. But it was really. But that's the, was the name of the boat. <laughs> I was Johnny just special. thinking. I was just thinking that you know, classic wooden boats are absolutely uh-huh. the best. Have you ever I, been ever been in a Chris Craft? I remember. Oh. Oh, I love that. Thing. Every time I see one, though, I am like, that is bad. Those beautiful I had a boat. boats. Those inboard boats. You had a boat, too? Yeah, it was called Johnny Loud One. <laughs> hey! Tons of fun. Nautical oh. tons of fun. Excuse me. Now, um, we were, what were we trying to do? Oh, we were trying to get a song out of Pat. Um, LeBron's son had that issue with the cardiac arrest. Yes. We are all you have now a song trained. about uh, cardiac no. arrest? We're all now trained uh, in CPR. We all went to the class. Right. Yeah. Except for Tom. And Chick. Yeah. And Chick. Well, and that's, that's because, that's because yeah. we're the two that you're going to be doing it on. <laughs> yeah, I'll be sure to save someone as I'm dying. Okay. Oh, what happened? So this is about uh, CPR? It's called CPR class. Ah. We took a three-hour class to be certified to give CPR. Are you we learned call, the, do you call that singing? Oh, it's a talk. It's a talk sing. Oh, it's like oh, the talk singing blues. Sorry, now, is this going to be? Is this going to be? In your, is this going to be in your new show, the Johnny Special? Oh, God. Sponsored by Chris Craftbook. It's a folk song called Talk Sing. Ah, we took a three-hour class to be certified to give CPR. We learned the Heimlich and how to use an AED. Had a hard time paying attention since I've been up since 4 a.m. Oh, but I listened to the teacher attentively. Told us how hard to pop and how much to count and when to blow. <laughs> we attached these sticky pads to the dummy's heart. Oh, we were on our knees pumping furiously, and I had some pain in my chest. Now I'm the one who might need a jump start. <laughs> <laughs> I had a heart attack giving CPR to a mannequin. <laughs> Ended up in the ER somehow. Ironically, I was pumping hard to the beat of staying alive. Tell me who's the big dummy now? <laughs> I had a heart attack, him CPR, old mannequin. I've never taken a class like that again. <laughs> that again. <laughs> that again with mannequin. <laughs> That's a talking sing- singing blues. I like that very much. Thank you very, very much. Very good. Pat Godwin. Pat Godwin's video will be dropping Special. soon. Special. 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 Open bar comedy. Um, it'll, I don't know. it'll be on open bar comedy. We'll let you know when it's out there. Pat, I, I got. Wait really- a minute. We spent three hours in that class. We learned a lot. It was very informative. We got our own AED. Mm-hmm. It's still in the box. Well, that, it stays in the box, right? No, I think it does. You're supposed to hang it on the supposed wall. Supposed to hang it on a well, wall. What if somebody? What if we doesn't... need it like right now? Open you know where it is. Yeah, open the box. Yeah, it's open the box. Josh, you have a letter for Tom. I do. Yes. Uh, this uh, the author of this letter has said. I just wanted to say, for the past several nights, I've been unable to sleep. Because I just couldn't figure out the new seating arrangements in the studio. Some of us have been. All right. Now that Tom has explained he is in the northeast corner of the studio, yeah. I anxiously await a good night's sleep tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Tom, for always being so informed. And I'm you're on welcome. the uh, I'm in the south. I'm in the south, yes, right? If you're trying to visualize the studio, stop. Uh, 
I am on the extreme northeast. Christy is over there with Willie in the west. The north well, is Josh. The south is Chick. And then um, uh, I am the west wing. Uh, <laughs> yes. Pat is the west wing. You're way, in the way next west. building. Yep. And then Mr. Ace Cosby is right here. Uh, technically, you are also on the east. You're sort of like east, well, southeast, northwest. Okay. Everybody got that? Okay. And I'm just sorry, like my uh, political up. stance regarding the Civil War, I am in the North. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Good save. Okay. Uh, now I did not well, see that coming. I feel like a bad guy over here in the South. What are you trying to do? You're racist. <laughs> Dear Tom. Well, I got a question. I've, I, I have a letter about the geography of this room. Okay. No, it's, right. a, it's a fair letter. Okay. Uh, you're not going to like it. Uh, Is it just too fat to be in the North? <laughs> Won't that throw the earth off? It's like North Star ice cream. <laughs> the pizza guy can get to him quicker. He's no. closest to the driveway. It's not that. It says, Dear Bob and Tom Show. Who listens to this show anymore? I heard you, ta- I heard you talking about your new seating positions. Tom, I was wondering, since they moved you, is your record player working any better oh. now no. that you're in the Northeast no. part? No. I, so it's I asked broke. Eddie. To, Wait a minute. Hold it. I want to know the answer. <laughs> Coming up next hour on the Bob and Tom Show, comedian Greg Hahn on the show. But next, little Frank Caliendo for you on a Friday. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. This is Christopher here in the Bob and Tom Studios. This is the best of the Bob and Tom Show. Here's a segment with one of our favorite guests, impressionist comedian Frank Caliendo. Chick McGee in for uh, the fun in uh, the vacation he's going to have. <laughs> Almost out. <that. laughs> Chick McGee. Chick McGee's not here. He's no. no, he's in for fun is what I was saying. Oh, I you thought, thought I made a mistake. Uh-huh. <clears throat> There's Jeff Oskay. Yeah. In for Chick McGee. So Chick had to go elsewhere to find fun is what you're saying. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Ace Cosby across the way. Hey. And there's Willie across the way. Hey, man. And right here, not across the way, but in my own way, Josh Arnold. Your thoughts on that, Tom? <laughs> oh, I like that. Thank mm. you. Yeah, can you refer to yourself in the third person? Josh can always do that. Oh, can he? Yeah. <laughs> Tom can't do that. <laughs> he just Tom, did that. Tom does not need to send any more pretentious <laughs> or self-centered. Uh, I, one of my favorites, I think, is going to join us via the there. Look at that handsome face, Frankie. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, it's Frank Caliendo. Hi, Frank. Hey, I am. Uh, wow, I was really enjoying Josh making mistakes and fixing them on the fly. Well, thank you. I'm a repairman. <laughs> that was that was surreal. How well you did that. So, Frank, this is um, uh, completely um, off any topic that you're interested in. Uh, we were talking about uh, growing up and watching local television and almost every TV station or every city certainly had one usually male horror film host. I grew up with Goulardi and Cleveland and um, there are so many great ones out there. Uh, the most famous, I guess, is Elvira. She was kind of a more of a national figure. Uh, did you have one in Milwaukee? Uh, I don't remember one. I was going to say Elvira was one I remember. There was a guy with a hat. <laughs> There, there's, it's always a guy with a top hat or something and mm-hmm. Dracula uh, blood coming down the fangs, the fake fangs or something. I can't remember if there was... Uh, I I remember they would play like the movies and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah, crummy, usually black and white horror sure, movies that yeah. they would get cheap. Yeah, I don't remember. I wish I... I, I, I I'm glad Doctor you guys pre- gave me some show prep. 
<laughs> well, with my, I, you know, you, 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 the usual interviews, they're going to go, hey, what would John Madden sound like doing Dracula? I'm not well, I don't know. Let's ask Will Ferrell. Um, <laughs> Everybody texts me, you should be in that Madden movie. You should be, I, for the people who don't know, like Will Ferrell got cast as John Madden. I actually think it's really good casting mm-hmm. because it, people say, Frank, you should be doing the John Madden. I'm like, I'm 5'6". I could be mini Madden. That's what it would be. <laughs> say hello to mini Madden. Throw me a freaking bone here, please. You know, <laughs> they have to CGI my body as like Jabba the Hutt the entire movie. They, they, uh, that's that's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I mean, Will Ferrell didn't play George W. Bush in the movie. Uh, you, you know, W. Yeah. No, Josh Brolin used me as inspiration. That just uh, that just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks like Dr. Destruction. Does that ring a bell for you in Doctor, Milwaukee? I do. No. Okay. No, unless I just blocked it out. Well, you, a, you know, you may not have watched. Well, we're trying to get Josh things. to be a late night movie host. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. I think that would be fun. Well, you know, part part of this happened because... Josh and I were texting back and forth, and he had really liked the Paul Giamatti impression I'd been working on. I love it. And uh, yeah, I, uh, the, it's funny because people hear things differently. I'm get, I'm tuning in. I'm you know zoning in on it more and more. But it usually starts with you find a phrase a lot of times with the person that gets you going. And with Paul Giamatti, it's I believe, and I get into it. <laughs> That's it. From there, I believe watching late night horror movies is the only way to go. And I don't care. I am not drinking any effing Merlot. <laughs> wow. We will be drinking blood the entire night. That's what we'll do. I am ready to do this right now and make it happen. <laughs> Frank, you have no idea. that I When I was uh, recovering from something pretty serious, I watched the movie Sideways probably ten times. It's my favorite movie. You have nailed Paul G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. And people, it's funny though, people, because I watched him mostly from Billions to get it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a, he's a great, great actor. He's one of the people you can actually see him thinking on the screen. And I think that's what makes him fantastic is you see the wheels turning as he's doing things. But in that in that show, he's very very deep. You know, yeah. that's and and he gets you know the excitable younger uh, Giamatti's a little bit different. I'm working on how to get that as well. That's part of the range of the impression. But people will hear different things. They're like that sounds more like. Uh, people were telling me Jack Nicholson, and then I did a like a, on social media. I'm like, well, this is how Jack Nicholson actually sounds, and you're completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then people were like, he's your your Paul Giamatti sounds like Heath Ledger in The Joker, and mm. I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know. And then I tried to do some lines as the Joker, Heath Ledger's version from uh, The Dark Knight. And I realized they were right because the more intense you get, the more he becomes like that Heath Ledger's Joker. Like, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> My father was a drinker and a fiend. And one night, he goes off crazier than usual. <laughs> Mommy gets the kitchen knife to defend herself. He doesn't like that. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> one bit so. Me watching, he takes the knife to her, <laughs> laughing while he does it. Turns to me and he says, 
Why so serious? <laughs> Comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? You know, so it's like, well, that's, uh, you're right on the money with that. Like, I, like I, my instinct that people, anybody online who says an impression doesn't sound right, I'm like, you should die. <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, by the way, I want to stop the interview for one second. Frank, I'm giving you a standing ovation in my head. That was so brilliant oh well thank you <laughs> we were we were all so stunned we couldn't laugh no we just loved well, it mesmerized I, I try to tell myself that's what happens all the time <laughs> frank caliendo is one of my favorite human beings frank is a great dad and uh apparently a great husband <laughs> yeah. i'm not going to elaborate here's a, here's a real quick question this no one will understand if you do do this do you do an impression of your mother-in-law no, not really. I mean, behind her back, do you walk? Well, up to no, no, and- no. Just you know, um, you know, my my mother-in-law sounds so much like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. Are you going to take out that trash? <laughs> because I believe it needs to be outside right now. Are there any lady impressions that you do do? Not, uh, not human. Um, okay. The the reason I say it is because cartoon I could do a Marge Simpson oh homie you know that yeah, yeah you do Miss easy, Piggy but you bring it down it's actually Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead <laughs> oh I didn't even know we're gonna do that you know, <laughs> we gotta take care of this it's amazing it's 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 when you talk to Frank he just uncovers these profound truths you go oh my God that's right it's well, the same I, voice here's here's one that I've I've talked to you some before but I've elaborated more recently on social media it's people always say John C Riley, did you touch my drum set? That that voice right there. You put some more air in it, becomes Mark Ruffalo. I, I see this as an absolute win. I had no idea. Yeah. There we go. And if you bring it down too much in the back of the throat, it's it's kind of Kermit the Frog. Hi ho, Kermit the Frog. There's two elements to it: Kermit the Frog and Fozzie Bear. Ah, waka waka waka. You go too deep with that Fozzie Bear part, and you get like Ray Romano. Oh no, that in there. <laughs> So, uh, and then the end, if you combine them all, it becomes Joe Rogan. Wow, Jamie, pull that up. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Unbelievable. Why, why would you effing do that? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Frank Caliendo was our guest. You do a lot of a pure stand-up as well as uh, the, the voices. I, mi- I do some. I mix the voices in a lot. Uh, it's what people like to hear. I found that... Uh, I, I I always use a lot of people who do impressions do the hey it, this guy would do this and it would go something like this that type of thing you know fill in the fill in the blank and I always like to use it like a radio producer where they have the button that they could press and a sound effect would come on <laughs> that's that's the way I like Robin Williams that's what I loved is Robin Williams would break into something oh my god and you know he'd do that and then there's Jack Nicholson on the side and he's like hey how are you you know that <laughs> that type of thing to use them quickly get in and get out um but but yeah I, I, you know, there's jokes in there too just they, they they're spread out like right now yeah uh, and and uh, the, the, one of the interesting things about contemporary culture is because there are a thousand tv channels I'm sure there's someone listening right now that doesn't know who Paul Giamatti is. Oh, of course, it's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, Maybe. there's a lo- there's a lot lot of that, uh, and he's you know I'd say he's an A-list high level. I guess people might call him a character actor, but he's right. a big time actor. Sure. Uh, that if you could get him, you could you know if you could sign him to a show, it's the show is probably going to get made. That's mm-hmm. not there's not too many people where that can happen. So uh, yeah, it's people don't know names like I. I 
I remember this with Robert Downey Jr. I'll say Robert Downey Jr. And and then not everybody knows. And I say Tony Stark. And people are like, yeah. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. that's amazing. I did this in, in Florida. And a lot goes on in Florida. But uh, I said, I said uh, this was real. This really happened. I go, I can't believe you guys know a fictional character more than the real person. Uh, and, and somebody said, well, that's because that's you got it wrong, Frank. I'm like, do tell. That's because... Uh, Tony Stark's the real guy. Iron Man's the fictional character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, well, I would be remiss if I didn't ask real quick a couple of the classics. Um, you uh, almost had an opportunity to do George W. Bush in front of the president. Is that correct? Well, that happened quite a while ago. Uh, there were different times uh, where that happened. I was supposed to do the the presidential correspondence dinner, but they hired me to do the congressional correspondence dinner right before because Cheney had shot the guy in the woods and they wanted him to be seen laughing. Mm. Oh, yeah. So I did that. I did Bush next to him and Cheney's on the side. You know. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. Basically turning into the penguin. <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, lastly, this is really unfair. Is there any impression you've worked on or worked on or worked on that nobody likes? Uh, that, that that people don't find good? Yeah, that they go, no, that's, you, don't, you don't have it, Frank. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of them start that way where people, because it's hard to get your own voice out of it, so people don't always hear it. You ever do that thing where... Um, watch a youtube a video where they show the pitches and people can't hear the different tones the higher the, the high tones at certain ages that you start to lose people who can hear it have you yeah. seen those Dumb, I, I know all guy. about it <laughs> but that's people when doing a doing an impression is like doing a magic trick right it's basically sleight of voice so i'm doing things to manipulate my throat and stuff like that and people are, or parts of my mouth and whatever to get that to get that voice so people hear things differently and you cover you're covering something up so it's almost like people can see through it I'm trying to think of a specific uh a specific one i mean i get a lot of i get a lot of blowback on that paul giamatti from people online that people are like he doesn't sound like that at all no it's no it's perfect um, it is. yeah they're wrong uh, well, thank you. I, that's what they I are. tell them to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. There are plenty. I, uh, Ray Romano was one. I just, I threw it out there, and was like, oh no. And I was like, I'm just doing a voice just to kind of throw it out there, and people are always like, nah, he's, a, he's quite a bit different than that. It's not. I know, ma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, last, the last thing. Does your son do a Frank Kelly Endo impression? Yeah, he can. I mean, he can do some different impressions and stuff. Like, does he do one of me? Probably not that he shows me that, but I'm sure <laughs> my kids back. mock my wife more to me, so I'm sure they're mocking me to her. <laughs> <laughs> more of the Bob and Tom show is coming up for you in just a couple of minutes. A little mini kiss for you. We'll have that in just a minute. This is the Bob and Tom show. Show. I am your host, Mr. Obvious. Let's take a call. Mr. Obvious Show. Uh, hello, is this Mr. Obvious? Speaking. Uh, hi, Mr. Obvious. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh-huh. Please, how may I help? 
Well, Mr. Obvious, uh, I bought this cabin. Uh, it's up there in uh, Frigid Falls, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Oh, it's it's fabulous. I got it got it back in uh, early December. And, uh, man, it was just perfect. I, this cabin, I mean, this is my lifelong dream, you know. Now, do I detect a note of sorrow in your voice, caller? Man, you are some kind of perceptive. Did something happen to your cabin, <laughs> caller, please? <clears throat> well, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that, uh, Mr. Obvious. Uh-huh. Somebody stole it. <laughs> Someone stole your entire cabin. Oh, apparently so, Mr. Obvious. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I went back up there this last weekend, and uh, it was gone. Now, caller, there must be some sort of logical explanation. An entire cabin can't just disappear. Well, I wouldn't think so, but uh, I, I sure as heck can't figure it out, Mr. Obvious. Caller, don't take offense, but are you sure you remember where your cabin is located? Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Obvious. I'm real good with directions. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this. I was a, I was a navigator in the war. Which war, caller? Uh, you know, the, the big one, the one against uh, West Vietnam. Um, ca caller? Uh, yeah, Mr. Obvious. That, that was North Vietnam. Huh. Uh, I guess that explains the lack of anti-aircraft fire. <laughs> Please, uh, back to the cabin, caller. You went back to Minnesota this weekend. Right, right. And your cabin was gone. Uh, exactly. Did you talk to anyone up there who might have seen anything? Well, well I talked to one guy. Uh, he, he was out boating. Uh, uh -huh. He said he didn't see a thing. You said boating? Right. Is yeah. there a lake where your cabin's located? Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Obvious. Caller. Uh-huh? Did you fish at your cabin when you were there in February? Oh, I sure did, Mr. O. It was mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. I caught me a big old mess of fish. You did, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. all, all I did, I, I cut a hole right there in the floor of my cabin. <laughs> and, uh, there, there was fish swimming down there all over the place. Uh, <laughs> it was great. Uh, uh, caller? You, you cut a hole in the floor of your cabin, dropped the line, caught a fish? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, caller, did, did you see the lake in February? You know, that's the weird part, Mr. Obvious. Um, I, I didn't even know there was a lake there, you know, uh -huh. in mm -hmm. February. Yeah. I, yeah, Caller, how big was this uh, cabin of yours? Oh, it was, it was pretty small. Just just room for me and, you know, maybe one other guy, but uh, not much else. I've really. got, a, got a theory, Caller. <laughs> What's that? Do you know where your uh, stupid cabin is? <laughs> well, no. That's why I was calling you to figure out where somebody would have taken my cabin. It's at the bottom of the lake, Caller. You had a nice fishing cabin. You didn't cut a hole in the floor of the cabin. For Pete's sake, you cut a hole in the ice the cabin was sitting on. When the ice melted, your cabin sank. It, it sank? It sank. <laughs> so what are, you, are you saying like it was built on a quicksand or no, something? No, in warmer weather. Water <laughs> melted. Your cabin's at the bottom of the lake. You were supposed to drag it off the ice when the weather started getting warmer. Ice fishing cabin? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I never made the connection. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a shame. I, I just bought a brand new living room suit for the place. Join us again next time. Not to even mention a big screen TV. <laughs> On the Mr. Obvious Show. Goodbye. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. On a Friday morning, this is Christopher speaking. Once again, the gang is back in here live on Monday morning. Little mini kiss for you here. On a Friday morning and wrestling a bear. Here's the details. There's nothing. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the oh, performance room. Hey. There's Jeff Oskeg. J.O. baby. J.O. Jess Hooker joins us. Hi. Jess has the uh, frontier uh, little house on the prairie dress on. <laughs> Don't you think? No. I call this my Elaine dress. This is the uh, oh, side of the lane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Ace Crosby. A-C-E. 
A C E. Yeah, but Ace is already a nickname. Well, he's J-O. I will be A-C. Be careful. I'll blurt out the real one. Be careful. <laughs> I'm Chip McGee, and here's... So you want to be A-C? Tom goes now. Because yeah. e. he's cold. He's <laughs> cold. All right. Okay. Um, well, we have a lot to get to here. Um, you missed our mini kiss hunk. I have a follow-up, and What's I don't know if this is true or not, but let's start. There is a, a kiss tribute band called Mini Kiss, and right. they are made up of... Little men, people. Men that are short of stature. Right. Little people. No, not just short people. Little, little right. people. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And they set the record, the Guinness World Record, for the shortest band, band male at just over four feet. Okay. Four and a half feet. Okay. Evidently, according to a guy named David, this email just in, one of the members, his name is Mike, in Mini Kiss, is the actor that was tossed in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. Wow. They, okay. they had him come over to the office. And this guy, it's all about the music. <laughs> well, I mean, they a, admit a, a, they're a, entertainers. They a, don't. A gig say is a gig. Boy, entertainers not... a stretch. I mean, I bet the gigs are few and far between. Did you ever host a uh, little person tossing? No, I would not do that. I do not approve of that. But I mean, there are two sides to that. I mean, for you know, for the one guy's got to go. Hey, you put on a helmet, you get, get a nice check. <laughs> same time i think it's where else are you gonna make that kind of money yeah. I, just, I just think it's kind of soul killing yeah. awful no i i did not host a bear wrestling event but i attended i, I was there a ace, bear wrestling I wrestled, ace the bear. wrestled the bear ace wrestled the bear yeah there you go that's where oh, he is on uh, is the bear wearing some kind of I, he had a muzzle on <laughs> i think he, he had a muzzle yeah. sedated oh, pretty he, much no here here's I, something i went in i went in and thinking i'm gonna pick this thing up and slam it no. No. <laughs> was it the was same there... size as you? No, bigger. Oh my god! Was, was, was there an odor? Just musty fur. That's <laughs> 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 my, my understanding. That in the wild, yeah, and I'm guessing that's not the first time you smelled musty fur. <laughs> Am I right on that? Whoa! Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great name. It for was the eighties. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I when, there were protesters uh, when I was there, mm-hmm. you could barely get into the uh, tavern. But that's where the liquor was. That's why I went. And uh, it, to go out and make it a good day with this thought in your fact in your head. If the bear's not wearing a muzzle, uh, they've taken all his teeth, teeth out. Yeah. 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 Oh, jeez, that's yeah. awful. It was awful. It's a gummy bear. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Okay, that's, come on. Hey, we're done now. Bravo. <laughs> that was a yeah. yeah. No, no. Number one. Yes. Home run. Home run. Is yeah, it's right. my understanding that in the wild, bears really smell bad. <laughs> There's no showers in the Probably. forest. They aren't bathing in the stream. You, mean, think, you think the wolves and the raccoons smell good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Comparatively? Okay. And of course, the fox has to smell the best. I'm sure. Yeah. Well groomed. Fox on the run. Right? Foxy. I found this out the hard way. I was trapping raccoons. Um, <laughs> oh, this is just last week. Right? Well, I, well, they were eating all my chickens. So mm-hmm. I started trapping them and I would drive them out and leave them in a used car lot. And I, I'm pretty sure they found on their way back but uh i put them in the trunk of my car obviously in a cage sure uh not even thinking like oh they're going to release everything right. they have oh. into the trunk of my car and so it's i'm pretty sure it still smells like raccoon yikes mm. 
Wow. Yeah. Rac- raccoon scat? Uh, more more urine? Uh, <laughs> we've even, had that here. We know what that smells even like. Even worse. Ugh. This and always had, reminds me of the same story. Yep. Chicken, I thought it would be really funny. Yes, we uh, did. We, there was an employee here who had a very, very large... Donkey. Uh, donkey. I believe it was called a... <laughs> the breed is a Mammoth Jack. Mammoth Jack. This thing was huge. Oh, it's on an album, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a picture. Uh, there's a picture of me with a donkey. And so we... I'll put it up on my Instagram. There's a... All about you. <laughs> there's a great... <laughs> so Chick and I are parading this thing outside, and there's a really funny shot. That's right. You know, Bob with the microphone, and there's this huge donkey head looking in the window. But then we thought, let's, then, t- let's bring it inside. Right. This not, is, not thinking... This is the brilliance of Tom Griswold. Where would it be? Make the perfect picture opportunity in, in the general manager's office, <laughs> sure. right? Sure. So we have a. There's obviously a wheelchair ramp to get up here, so we were able to get the donkey. Again, this thing is the size of a horse. So we get it in the building, and the whole time I'm thinking, God, I just hope this thing doesn't poop. He was reasonably uh, tame and cooperative. Yeah, very yeah, cooperative. Was great and yeah. a beautiful animal. Anyway, so we get into the general manager's Photogenic. office. We take it. We take this very funny picture in the general manager's office, yeah. you know, with all of his crap on the wall. Put the donkey behind the desk. <laughs> various, various awards, you know, sales god, you know. And, and then, then we we take the thing outside, and the minute we get outside, this I will thing, never forget it. It imagine turning on five hoses at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, and there it, was something physical physical that went on with the donkey before he it, urinated. Uh, it was unbelievable. It, it came out mm-hmm. of like, it was almost like a robotic, you could almost <laughs> hear the yeah. as it came out and then started urinating. This thing what? was as big around as a dinner plate. Oh. It was amazing. <laughs> it was a large. It was amazing. amazing. The, the, the larger point here is the quantity of urine. I was thinking... It never dawned on me he might pee inside the building. It's not a if dog. He, if he would have done that in the general manager's office, it would have been two inches deep in there. Oh, we would have had. To, we would have had to. Oh, it would have been everything. new drywall, yeah. oh. new carpeting, yep. new oh, desk, a whole thing. But it never occurred to me. No, but it was house trained. I well, it must have been. Yeah. I don't think that. I don't think she actually brought this into her house because this thing was huge. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, her. I don't I don't think her house was that big. We'll just leave it right there. Oh, fortunately, the phone's ringing. Certainly. Hello, Bob and Tom show. Hey, Bob and Tom. It's Donnie Baker. Hey, Hey, Donnie. Donnie, How are you? I'm good. You're talking about donkeys. I want to call in real quick about the Kentucky Derby. Okay. Well, I ain't going after last year's fiasco. I'm done. I got seats last year in the international special guest section. Right. (laughs) Part of some State Department cooperative let's live off foreigners thing. Uh-huh. And I was seated behind what I can only describe as like four-fifths of the Chinese women's basketball team. Oh, really? <laughs> I couldn't see nothing. My eighty cousin Lonnie got lucky. He was behind the Chinese gymnastics team captain. She's about the size of a chihuahua, so he could see horses real good. But the she-beast I was stuck behind was like the Andre the Giant of the Chinese hoopsters. <laughs> only huskier and had way more facial hair. And on top of that, she was sporting a hat the size of a Chinese spy balloon. Pretty God. So the reason I like the Derby is to put a little action down on the ponies or donkeys or whoever's running this year. Yeah. And I was looking at the paper, and I wanted to call in my picks for the Derby this year. Oh, great. Okay. Well, with 20-to-1 odds, i got to go with confidence game. 
Because when it comes to winning the Derby or picking up chicks who are fire ass hot, it's all about the confidence game. How else do you explain Pete Davidson? <laughs> <laughs> and this year, a lot of people are liking Forte at three to one. But I ain't betting on no horse named after a Korean car, you know. It's just that impression. Hmm. So that's why I was coming I'm putting all my money on tap it twice. I said like this, last time I tapped it twice, Angel Skinner's had to leave on a gurney. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> just like that donkey, I'm a giver to the liver. Thanks. Thanks, so. Donnie brought up an interesting point, though. Why hasn't there been a Disney movie yet where a donkey... Runs in the Kentucky Derby. There has to have been uh, one. Uh, feel great. good. Are you, you know? sure there hasn't been one? I don't know. I feel like there is. And the, they, he wins the. I'm not. Uh, what was the the one with Tobey Maguire? About the little, no, it was. Uh, what was that called? Hot to Trot. No. Sea Biscuit. Sea Well, that's a serious movie. I know. That's why I want to. Why hasn't Disney done this? They had Gus the Donkey, the Field Goal Kicking Mule. That was a movie. <laughs> He can kick field goals. He can run in the What's derby. Called? Um, if there wasn't a writer's strike, you could sit down and write this there right you go. now. Racing stripes? Uh, no, that's a zebra. That's a zebra. Yeah, we'll have to dig up the photographs. <laughs> totally different. We'll have to dig up the photographs of this donkey that we had in the building. It, it, I have. It'll be on my Instagram. Huge, huge donkey. Now, um, speaking of great weather, am I correct in saying that they're expecting really good weather for the uh, coronation as well as the Kentucky Derby? I believe so, yes. Well, we got an interesting uh, connection with uh, the coronation and dogs in the news. Are we are we done with sports? Yes, sir. Yeah, we played the outro and everything. Okay. Experts in the UK are cautioning pet owners against bringing their dogs to coronation events. Dog behaviorist Caroline Spencer told the mayor, quote, I do not think dogs should be taking should be taken to the coronation unless they are service or assistance dogs. London will be extremely busy, and this can be stressful for dogs, particularly those prone to reactivity. Now, does this include Camilla? <laughs> oh, wow. Man, oh, man. Yeah. You are pounding away at it today. I'm sorry. This royal family crap. I just... <clears throat> People could easily but, step on their uh, paws by accident, not notice them. You might encounter other dogs in a confined space, which, of course could start a dog fight and more what about uh, service animals what about they uh, said that's yes. okay yeah. well, she I said that in the story yeah. 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 she starts talking i stop listening i don't care okay. <laughs> what is going on oh, did you guys see the prank in the lawn at the coronation somewhere wherever the coronation is happening someone mowed a giant penis into the lawn what how did what? we miss that well, that I haven't story. seen that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, they did. It's, uh... Now, Jeff, when you uh, mow a penis into a lawn, do you use GPS or do you eyeball it? <laughs> I eyeball it. But I did learn this uh, back when I landscaped. If you really hate somebody, uh, you can just take like lawn killer like yeah. on the spray oh, yeah. and then just draw it in their front yard at night. And then two <laughs> days later, they have a dead yard full of designs. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, um, oh, this is from this, the uh, New York Post. Yeah. Be, yeah, go ahead. Cocky pranksters moved a giant motor cocky. Giant penis, <laughs> it really says cocky, yeah. onto the famous the grounds of the Royal Crescent in Bath, England, where the Bath was originally, <laughs> where a significant coronation party set to be thrown in just two days. Residents woke uh, yesterday morning to. Uh, morning wood, it says in the story. It's <laughs> unclear if law enforcement is handling the case. Fancy homes that date to the 18th century from a crescent on the the street known worldwide for having perfect lawns. Oh, here, well, here you go, Tom. Uh, by gosh, that is uh, rudimentary at best, but there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
There That's you go. primitive. Yeah, Looks like great. an early cave painting. <laughs> Christy Lee at the uh, at the Bob and Tom news desk, and uh, Christy is going to be going to a um, what's this party called tomorrow? Pajamas and pearls. Pajamas I have and pearls. To be honest, I'm a little jealous. People <laughs> people sitting around talking about England and watching the coronation. Oh, it's a wonderful time. I'll be doing that with my dogs, but they. Won't and we have be all English food. We have scones. We have tea. We have mushy peas. We'll have sticky quiche. toffee pudding. Yes, it's great. <laughs> Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this starts at 520 in the morning Eastern yeah. time. Okay. Well, you got to. Are you going to get up and watch this, Jay? Uh, I'm up anyway on the weekend. He'll watch. that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's uh, crowned <laughs> until uh, I think like. Yeah, he hasn't been eight, eight crowning for about, what, 75 years? Oh, my God. <laughs> Last time he crowned. You know, there had to be an issue with those ears, huh? Yeah. Well, go ahead. <laughs> A lot of okay, screaming. It's going to be a big push, Liz. <laughs> Come on, baby. It's, it's, the, it's the future king, babe. Right it. Let it rip. What uh, ears got? Hang on. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'll be not watching. Thanks. Uh, what else is happening in the no, news, Christy Lee? Saturday's brutal. You'll be a going to be a lacrosse game. I got Saturday's a, a human pool. Uh, apparently, I've got now uh, lacrosse, swimming, uh, uh, soccer. How do you do? You have, a, do you have a schedule? Is it in the house somewhere, like on a chalkboard? I and wish. then you have date night, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I forget all these things. I never remember what's going where. Who? Do you have a date night? Ever? Uh, it depends on the on what's going on. I think maybe tomorrow. You know, yeah, you gotta use the sexy talk. You gotta try yeah, to get yeah, it. works every show. time. You gotta try the sexy talk. <laughs> do, yeah. do you plan your dates in advance? You like get. To I don't think special? Tom. I don't think Tom plans them. Uh, you'd be surprised. Really? really? I, 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 say, I bet I would. What if you have in mind? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I well, talked to your significant other at that uh, that uh, charity function we mm-hmm. did, and uh, she was telling me when you were sick last week. Uh, she go, I, I, I get up and I go downstairs, and she's. <laughs> Well, what the hell is he still here? <laughs> she's, she's walking around. And, yeah, she said he never misses work. So yeah. she said there that she issue. made you some bone broth. It was delightful. Oh, yeah. yeah, and fed it to you. That's oh. not true. <laughs> well, you know the trick to a good date is you you ask her, uh, you say, "Hey, what's your favorite place to go?" And then when she says that, you're like, "That's where we're going." That's that's amazing. And then that's and then that's how you know this yeah. is karma. This that fate. Is, that is good. Yeah. Yeah, you don't ask her where she wants to go. You say, hey, what's your favorite place? And then when she says... Then try yeah. that. And then you go, oh, that's where we're going. And then you try to get reservations and you can't get it. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, really first yeah. of all, we're going to have to get the plane to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap things up here on a Friday morning. Coming up next, comedian Greg Hahn. Hang on to something. This is the Bob and Tom Show. And we are back here on a Friday morning. This is Christopher in the Bob and Tom Studios wrapping things up here on a Friday. Comedian Greg Hahn in studio. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much for getting my entries in to name these otters. Yeah. Oh, how nice. The uh, Shed Aquarium. I, mm-hmm. I had my, my well, the one <laughs> I, I've decided to name uh, Welcome Back Otter. Yeah, how what's about, the other? Uh, Harry Otter. Okay, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Pretty good. Oh, okay. Kind of what, about, otter, yeah. what about Otter McOtter face? Oh, don't call me Otter. <laughs> don't call me Otter. otter. I like that very much, Pat. Not that. A late entry from Pat Godwin <laughs> with the Pearl Jam. I wanted to name one Mobile. 
Ottermobile. That's good. <laughs> I, like, I like that very much. Ottermobile. I bet they get a lot of Emmets. Remember Emmett Otter and his jug band Christmas? Nope. Oh, it's a classic. No, nope, don't remember that. Do you yeah, well, remember that, Tom? I do not, but I'm sure. Yeah, so therefore, do it doesn't exist. What else do we have? An email from a school teacher. A school teacher. Um, thank you, Tyler, on why the Halloween parade is today and not Monday. Um, well, because teachers don't want to deal with that on a Monday. Here's your sugar. Now get the hell out and have a nice weekend. Oh, uh, that's probably <laughs> true. Yeah. It's yeah. same because they fire kids on Fridays, too. So they don't have to. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did we mention that Greg Hahn is here with us? Greg Hahn is a great hey, I'm so happy to be here. Christy, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm sitting here. What yeah. are you doing? Okay, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> the state of Maine is removing vulgarities from license plates. The state is enforcing some new rules that will eliminate obscenities that appeared on vanity license plates after the state eliminated its review process. Like ass. (laughs) They began issuing recall letters this month. Estimates suggest 400 allegedly offensive plates could be subject to recall. What about boobs? (laughs) Ban derogatory references to age, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender identity, national origin, religion, or disability. I see. Uh, Nothing about boobs. Yeah, you can still say it. A committee has been set up to review vanity plate requests, along with complaints by members of the public. The Secretary of State, uh, Sheena Bellows, said obscenities should not be on license plates, which are state property. And by she the said, way, that woman's always yelling. Always. Bellows. She said, Thank what you, I Tom. would say to those who want to engage in object- objectionable or questionable speech, get a bumper sticker. I see. Like, like banger. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's, oh, yeah, that's a that's a city, isn't it? And that, the, they make a big deal on it. It's, it's Bangor. Yeah, yeah, they make yeah, a big right, deal. Yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody says banger. Yeah, everybody. That isn't that isn't that isn't from there. I would like to see. I tried to find out what some of the ones that they're banning or what. Can you imagine what a fun time that committee is? <laughs> What's acceptable? No, what Shirley. No, smegma. No, we can't have that. What's smegma? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> well, smegma is a, uh, a no, cheesy substance. Oh. No, no point. Many of the uncircumcised. <laughs> oh, I mean, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for the prisoners. Why? Well, like the only fun thing they've got going. Yeah, now it's all boring, just yeah. numbers yeah. and letters. Hey, Spike. Yeah, I had dildo backwards today. They didn't notice it. Yeah. Odd-lid? Odd-lid. Odd-lid? And you're making license plates? You know those guys have to... They must do some really fun ones when nobody's... That's pretty funny. When, no, when nobody's looking. Yeah. Hmm. And I saw a big mistake on a car the other day. I was just laughing and laughing. There was an ambulance, and they had the word ambulance uh, painted backwards. Oh, oh, you morons! Yeah. So embarrassing. <laughs> when that happens, I like to stop, get out of the car, let them know. Ah, what you dummies! Yeah, leave your door open. They can't okay. get around you. All right. A California-based marijuana company is being sued by customers who claim its products are not making them high enough. Uh. CBS News reports that Jasper Centeno and Blake Wilson filed a lawsuit accusing Dreamfields brands of false advertising. Stoner losers. The complaint accuses <laughs> Dreamfields of exaggerating its products' THC levels to charge higher prices. Get a you know, job, pumps. They couldn't be great guys. You're telling oh, me that man. Jasper and Blake aren't great guys, <laughs> Chuck? Uh, I'm surprised they're... I mean, they must be right, because if they were truly stoners, they wouldn't be able to get it together to sue. I think that they, they may have a case. <laughs> they just have money. You know, Blake's the one of those names that's hard to over, overcome if your name's Blake. I mean, it's, it's lying. Uh, sounds serious. Immediately. Blake? 
I think Blake is uh, like a Karen. That's yeah, I, I agree I with Chick. Oh, oh, absolutely. Blake sounds like, like it's like Chase. Or I like the name. Yeah. Yeah. That tough guy, Blake. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Blake's uh, got daddy's money. Yes, yep. yes. What? Absolutely. Yes. Well, great Blake's out there, Chick. I don't believe <laughs> you. You got your Blake Edwards. Oh, yeah. Blake oh, Shelton. That's right. why. Yeah. Oh, Blake Shelton's good. I don't care. Comedian Blake, uh, Blake Clark. Badass. I love Blake. <laughs> I got misunderstood hero Robert Blake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of understand Robert Blake, though. <laughs> the How many times have you thought one? I want to put her in the dumpster. Huh? Come on. close to mountain oh, damages. Sorry. I see. <laughs> what do you think, Willie? Have you ever... Do you feel like there's some false advertising out there in the weed world? I mean, yeah, it's all false advertising. All the strain names. It's you don't sell enough of one, so then you switch it from you know Blue Dream to California Party. You know, I see. Uh, hey, California Party does sound cool. Yeah, it's just but that's what I think it How is. How much shopping would I have to do to get the right? high that I would like and it remain consistent. Uh, you know what, dude? You go in there. That's got me up at night. It's these 22-year-olds with blue hair. They're these le- weird little stoner sommelier weirdos. They know everything. And they will walk you through it really? nice and slow. I went right. into one. We were out skiing in Colorado. Willie and I went into one and it's it's staggering the level of knowledge these guys have. Hmm. And, right. um, is it still cash only? Uh, you can use a debit card and they charge it like it's an ATM. And hmm. then you can tip them out with the change. Okay. But now, remember, the, we had a story a couple weeks ago about a guy in California suing uh, a North Carolina company that was making, remember this, Texas barbecue, Texas, Texas Pete's barbecue sauce? Mm-hmm. Now, does Maui Wowie have to be made in Hawaii, or is that the... If it's this, not grown there, what are they doing? Is that still a thing, <laughs> Maui Wowie? <or>? Yes. <laughs> and the strain stuff is really hard. It depends on who's growing it. It's not an exact science, I'd say. Okay, well, um, so these guys are claiming that the THC levels, they, do they post them on the actual product? Is it mm-hmm. so, okay, so these guys are claiming that those, okay. I actually kind of respect these guys because it's not often you hear about the stoners who j- are doing it just to get high. It's refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, no, the health benefits of uh, smoking. <laughs> you want to get high. <laughs> just admit it. Yeah. I knew I wasn't high enough because I was able to figure out the 20% tip for the pizza guy <laughs> in less than half an hour. Yes. And, uh, that's, that's all I knew. This wasn't any good. Germany has announced plans to legalize cannabis. But this have you smoked weed, Christy? The audience demands to know. Uh, I tried it. Not my thing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Not took an, that hard. Not an inhaler. The old Bill Clinton. Uh, no, I just, it made me paranoid and I didn't care for it. Edibles are different. But anyway. Oh. I'm sorry. So Germany Germany is legalizing pot? This week, the country's Put in the high in Sieg Heil? No. <laughs> That's one of the slogans they didn't go with. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> this week, the country's health minister, Karl Lauterbach, revealed a plan to decriminalize the possession of up to one ounce of cannabis and to allow the recreational sale of the substance to adults. That German weed is good. It'll, it'll get you blitzed. <laughs> Lauterbach yeah. said the new rules. Nothing, Tom. Serve as a model for Europe. That's very good. I was trying to formulate a joke. I missed what you said. You said blitzed. I'm yeah. so sorry. I was trying to think of a name for the German pot. Oh yeah. Since they try, they try to give them kind of pun-like names and some of the stuff. <laughs> uh, this is this. I apologize for the obscurity of this in advance. Maybe you want to stay in here, Mark, so you can yuck it up when oh. I say that. <laughs> Extra uh, body. How about? Uh, mm, uh, dank a Shane. <laughs> I know that's, that's actually pretty good. Dank a Shane. a man singing. Thank you for. I did not know that for many, many years. Same here. Wayne Newton. Boy, that clock's ticking on that guy. I love those Matthew brothers. How did he miss the boat of uh, being nicknamed Fig? 
I don't know. I mean, uh, is, is Good it, one. No, just if I could, if I could get back to our topic. I'm hurt by that. Is is dank? Uh, dank. All I know is it's like dank's good. Category of weed is that right? Mm. It's just like oh, this looks dank. This smells dank. Sticky. This is dank. Does that mean it's bad or good? It means good. Dank is good. Okay. Because sometimes you can say dank is bad, but you mean yeah, bad. dank where, basement. Where bad would be means bad, good. Yeah. Oh, a dank basement's bad. Oh, sure. You, you, you might have your dank weed. Is you might good. have foundation issues. How do you light it if it's bank. so dank? Um, yeah, you just have to get it. <laughs> you gotta hold it. Doesn't mean it's heavy with moisture. Huh? Uh, blah blah blah. Something funny. Okay, okay. okay. You, can we we can just do that. Oh, <laughs> I think we can. Yeah. Uh-huh. Greg, you ever smoked the? Uh, no, no, it's not my thing. I like Howlerhead whiskey. You UFC fights. <laughs> This is the Bob and Tom Show. Bob and Tom! John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> Those Weekend Golf Guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.